Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Mike Valverde, Walker Kelly, and once again, Walid Ismail. Walid, thanks for joining us. How are you doing today? Um, I'm happy to be here. I love doing these podcasts. Yeah, these are a lot of fun. Uh, last week, I still, I'm still thinking about uh, Marvin Jones's wife material. Will Fuller is stripper material. By that yeah. <laughs> Those are those are the kind of gems that Willie drops when he comes onto the episode. So, um, all you Evan heads, hopefully he comes back soon. He's dealing with some personal matters. We uh, uh, wish the best to him and his family. But uh, Willie has graciously decided to hold down the fort. So, um, yeah, today's episode, what we're going to be doing is a mock draft. Uh, it's our first one after the draft, um, and uh, we'll just get into that uh, after I ask the boys how they're doing today. So, Walker, how are you? Yeah, doing pretty well. Um... Got a disc golf tournament coming up this weekend. Watching a lot of ball golf as well on the television. Uh, Do they yeah. call it ball golf, or is that something you, I, I I know no, nothing about any varieties of this is golf. Disc golf elitism. Whether in. ball no, or disc. Yeah, it's that. just uh, that's what people who do both of them say. <laughs> okay, so it's like rollerblading versus like roller skating. It's yeah, I I have no idea. No, I I just play both, so I just. Ball I, I, I fall into it because that's what like most disc golfers say, just to differentiate it. That's fair enough. Mike, how's your day going? It's going all right. Um, we have negotiations going on for the house, so that's kind of stressful. We're supposed to receive something back uh, two hours ago, so I don't know if my wife has heard anything, but we'll find out. What's Hopefully I can find out what's happening tonight. Oh boy, good luck to that, and uh, good luck to once they accept the offer on your house, because I spent... Five hours doing yard work today, so yeah. um, that, uh, yeah. that's a glimpse into your future, Mike. I, I, I've, I've noticed uh, you're you're very inspiring to plants and me planting stuff and yeah, mowing the lawn. I am not looking forward to that. No, <laughs> I weeded the patio today, which is something I've been very derelict on doing, and so that took forever because I can't spray stuff because the dog will try oh, to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, let's um. Before we get started on the mock draft, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Uh, if you want to join the discussion on the Discord, it's tiny.cc slash fbabsurdity. The Patreon, where in the summer you're getting every other episode on that feed, is patreon.com slash footballabsurdity. I will actually be drafting on Monday, twitch.tv slash footballabsurdity. I tried to log into the mock draft uh, on Monday, but the Twitch information was in evan's name and i couldn't log in because i need the two-factor authentication so uh sorry for probably one person who was planning on watching me but um i will actually be streaming on monday i'm at twitch.tv slash football absurdity 10 a.m pacific i'll be doing the first mock draft monday um and then um if you want to follow us on twitter uh, i am at jeff crisco k-r-i-s-k-o mike is r-f-l red zone Walker is Big Daddy Drix, D-R-I-X, and Waleed is I am the Waleed, W-A-L-E-E-D. The website is F-Ball Absurdity, mostly only used for me to retweet myself, if I'm being completely honest here. That is what the (laughs) official Football Absurdity account is. With the occasional Waleed tweet added in. Yes, that's right. Mostly, or to be honest, what it's mostly used for is for me getting around people blocking me so I can see if they talk trash after they blocked me. <laughs> That's mostly what it's used for. Got him. I 100% <laughs> approve of that method. Okay, I have a very important question. Yes. Uh, are we getting a PG-13 wall lead or rated R? Like, how much got, do I have to say to myself? 
Got to be PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Okay. One, this I do not want to edit episode. this episode, and two, I do not want to label it explicit, and three, I do not want to get kicked off of iTunes because I don't want to do one or two. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, today's oh. mock draft um, is uh, uh, twelve teams, fifteen rounds. We're not doing kicker. We're not doing defense. We're just doing a couple extra bench spots, an extra flex spot. Um, it's going to be half PPR, two running backs, three wide receivers, one quarterback, one tight end, and as I said, two flexes. Uh, Waleed is picking first, Walker fourth, Mike eighth. I am picking 12th out of 12. And uh, before we get started, Walker, it sounds like I kind of stepped all over you. So did you have something else to add? Oh, I just wanted to mention that you said authentication. Isn't that what it's called? Uh, authentication. Nah, it's authentication. Sorry. This MF said... I'm gonna go with Jeff on this one. Authentic- the uh, authentication, the process of making or establishing as authentic. Synonym: authentication. God damn it! Look oh. at this guy. He tried Look at to this cut. guy. Thought, uh, thought, thought he was being uh, smart. Uh, Turns uh, out he's uh, big uh, uh. Who got got this time? I Who think got? I, I guess I'll be I did. Honest, I was only on Jeff's side because I thought it'd be hilarious to be on Jeff's <laughs> side. I 100 percent thought he was wrong too. Uh, <sighs> it's a word. And it's not a situation where it's like literally, where you can just literally means whatever you Any, want it to mean. Anything at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, only, means, I call things figuratively just to, uh, in protest. It's a self antonym. It means literally and figuratively now, which is a great evolution of the human language. Flammable and inflammable mean the same thing. What a country. Anybody? Simpsons? Great joke. Thank you. Inflammable means flammable? What a country. All right, ah. let's let's go ahead and get started um, on this uh, this draft. It is going to be on sleepers, so we probably will go a couple times. Well, that was a weird pick. That wouldn't happen. But, um, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So, Mike, you pick first. No, uh, he doesn't. Or no, Waleed picks first. Waleed. <laughs> Waleed. Okay. Mike, you pick for Waleed. No, <laughs> this, is, this is a no-brainer for me. Uh, if there's Di- one thing David I Montgomery. trust, if there's one thing I trust Sam Darnold to do, it's check it down. Let's go, Christian McCaffrey. Go, go. go. So Christian McCaffrey, and then uh, robots did Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. So Walker, you have uh, Saquon, Alvin Kamara, Devonte Adams, Nick Chubb. Who are you looking at here at four? This is also a pretty easy pick. Um, this this is my number two overall player still available. So. Pretty much an ideal scenario. I gotta go with Alvin Kamara here. So I got uh, a question. Yeah, I got yeah. a question about Alvin Kamara. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not scared uh, about the uh, pass attempts uh, to Alvin Kamara going down the targets? No, because I don't think Taysom Hill's gonna play quarterback. Ah, there you go. That was the answer that I was looking for. I, I tend to think the same thing. I think Taysom Hill. He can't play quarterback full time because Sean Payton is obsessed with showing how smart he is, and he can't do that if Taysom Hill is already on the field. Here's here's my question to that though: Is do we yeah. trust Jameis Winston to check it down? Is he able uh, to check it down? He can because they have no oh, other yeah. targets there. Right. Yeah. If he doesn't uh, find Michael that's Thomas, that's never stopped him before. Uh, I I think Camaro will get a fine. I think Camaro will be fine. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, because it's not a situation where he's like, oh, I'm going to I'm I'm just going to ball it out to Traquan Smith and Deontay Harris. You know, it's like it's Michael Thomas. It's Alvin Kamara. It's probably Adam Troutman. Um, and that's it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I was just 
Walker, you gave the correct answer about Alvin Kamara. People are overreacting about um, Taysom Hill. So after uh, Alvin Kamara went Saquon, Devontae Adams, and then Mike got sniped on Jonathan Taylor. So Mike, half PPR. I know you expressed a lot of uh, <laughs> joy about this format in the group chat. Uh, and you expressed a lot of joy that it's an industry standard. So uh, how would you like to move here on, on uh, pick number eight? Oh, I also forgot quarterbacks. Is it four or six points for touchdowns? Who knows? Uh, four. Hold on. It's four. It's four. It's four. Okay. Right. So I'm not going to go quarterback here. Uh, I really don't like the other options at wide receiver. Maybe Tyree Kill, but eh, I'm not too excited about him, especially when you have like 50 other receivers still available to me. So I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna try out my theory, the one that I'm going to probably do a lot this year. And Is he going to do it? Go tight in here. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, Kelsey, baby, right? Big sauce. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Interesting. Was, the way I, I really, talking, I don't mind it. I'm gonna be yeah. honest, I don't mind it at all. I was, I was getting ready to to take Travis Kelsey at uh, 112 here, so um, I don't mind it either, to be honest. Um, so Mike, it was if Jonathan Taylor was there. So if it had gone Chubb at seven and Jonathan Taylor was still there, would you have taken him? <sighs> I like Jonathan Taylor at eight which I pick at. So that absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. One thing I myself at seven instead of eight. Yeah. So one of the things that you guys should, should figure out is that we do these mock drafts and then I ask you guys questions and then I use the information that I get to defeat you all in combat. (laughs) The football absurdity experts. The auction draft. (laughs) Yeah. I, I I get all the guys that you want. So no, I don't have a problem with Kelsey at, at eight either. Um, Walker, you expressed, uh, satisfaction with that pick. Uh, Waleed, what about you? Um, I don't know. The The problem I have with that, too, because, like, Chubb is fine. Zeke's fine. I don't know that I love any running back there as much either. Um, and if you're going to get a wide receiver, you're getting Kelsey. But I also kind of feel like I can get – I can get me a – I'm drawing a blank on the Raiders guy. Waller. Waller, Waller, Andrews, Hawkinson into fourth or fifth round, and I feel like that's a better use of maximizing than like maximizing my roster. I don't think you're getting Waller there, but you're definitely getting Andrews or Hawkinson in the fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I, I was gonna get spicy and take Kelsey at twelve. So my pick, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do here. Uh... I mean, there's another guy who's just as good as Kelsey. Who's on your team? He's not. Before. He, I, I, I am starting. My position on George Kittle starting to waver a little bit. I don't. I don't think I could take him at one twelve or two one. Um, I could take him at like two eight. I could take uh, George Kittle, but eh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a guy that has a shot at being a top five running back, and that would be Mr. Aaron Jones because uh, yep. AJ Dillon doesn't scare me. And then I'm going to take my wide receiver one. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. So at the turn, uh, I went Aaron Jones and A.J. Brown. My guy, A.J. Brown. <sighs> Love A.J. Brown. So after A.J. Brown went Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler. Mike, it's back to you. You got Travis Kelsey. You're going running back, wide receiver. You're going to go uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You're going to go Darren Waller. Just blow up the pool. Actually, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Part two of my plan is to get the other tight end, and I'm going Darren Waller. Oh, Look wow. Look at really? this guy. Really? He, he went ahead and did it. What a wild man. <laughs> <laughs> the madman did it. So, Mike, what is your plan? 
So basically, value-based drafting theory. Oh, uh, VPD. So, yeah. So because there is very few tight ends that are actually viable in fantasy football, by getting both, you're not only maximizing your roster, but you're eliminating everybody else because there's only like two other tight ends that are worth any kind of salt. So you're by putting those two tight ends together, the points are going to explode because everybody else is not going to get those points on their weekly uh, roster submission. Yeah. So I um I'm going to steal a term here from uh, fantasy baseball. I heard it about four or five years ago when middle infield was a kind of shallow position. There were really only like two guys that should be going in the first like four rounds. And um, they did some, a team took both of them in basically the uh, uh, football version of Scott Fishbowl or baseball version of Scott Fishbowl. And so they described it as draining the pool, which I really liked because you drain the pool of players. So Mike, Mike's plan is to drain the pool, but not get George Kittle who should be tied in too. No. There you go. <laughs> I, sometimes I just say things so that Walker could just, just flatly, <laughs> say no. <laughs> just, just, just flatly just go against what I have to say. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I mean, I, I don't like really disagree with that. I have them very close, but I just have Waller very slightly ahead. That, that's all. Well, I actually, I'm, I kind of agree with, we have a lot of question marks surrounding George Kittle. And surround yeah. the 49ers offense, and we don't have those same question marks around the Raiders offense. We know what Darren Waller's usage is going to be. We know what is what the passing options around him are going to look like. We know who the quarterback's going to be. It's one of those things where it's enough for me to put Waller over Kittle. And that's kind of why I told you guys I was kind of shaky, getting shaky on Kittle. Mm. It's it's Waller's going over him. So uh, I would just like to to talk about just AJ Brown for like half a second. Uh, sure. I was first. You you took it from me. Okay. I, I had that idea first. Just just want to <laughs> make sure everybody remembers. It's fine. I mean, I, I was I was laughed at. I was told I was insane, and now here we are. Well, Walker, you can say whatever you want because I control the editing on this podcast. So. <sighs> <laughs> you just said you don't want to edit this guy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, but you're forcing his hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm, forcing... I'm just ma- I'm making you do more work. So who's the real loser? So either I have to acknowledge that we laughed at, we laughed for AJ Brown, or I have to do work. Yes. <laughs> well, well played. Painted into a corner. <laughs> yeah, you put me into you put me into a box, and uh, that's why you're taking Joe Mixon, right? You love Joe no, Mixon. Oh God, no, 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 no. He's your favorite player. You you keep talking about like you're like this is his year. His volume I... is gonna go through the roof. I'm gonna make up snap percentages for him that no player gets <laughs> to justify my position. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna have the James Robinson workload from last yeah. year. He's gonna get 98 uh, percent of snaps. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna go with the receiver who is number one on my board remaining, uh, and that's Justin Jefferson. Not a bad pick. And then Mixon. So uh forgot to say after Mike's pick, so it went DK Metcalf to the computer, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, Justin Jefferson, Joe Mixon, then George Kittle. I have to say I think Sleeper fixed a lot of their problems with their computers. Cause remember last year, guys, it was like it was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers going in the second round and like, you know, uh um, Tyler Higby instead of George Kittle. Yeah, it was just really weird stuff. I think Sleeper fixed their stuff, so I'm happy to hear that. So, um, so Waleed, you got Christian McCaffrey at 101. So now you got two picks, 212, 311. Actually, 
before you pick pick the lead, I want to know Justin Jefferson 2021. What I love I love Justin Jefferson. I'm a big fan of him. He's okay. he's definitely in my top five receivers uh, going into the year. Um, having said that, he's not the guy I was hoping would fall to me right now. Like I didn't think I had a chance at DK AJ. My plan when I when I decided to pick first was to go with three running backs with my first pick, assuming the guys I wanted were there. And lucky for me, they are. Okay. So real quick though, I want to talk to Walker about this Justin Jefferson pick. Uh, you yeah. said he was the highest wide receiver on your board. Was he the highest player left on your board or were you going position diversity? Oh no, no. He, he's the highest player left on my board for sure. Okay. What, 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 where do you have him at wide receiver? What? Five wide receiver five. So there you go. So, uh, Walker is killing it so far. Alvin Kamara and Justin Jefferson. That's a draft that I am jealous of a little Ooh, bit. So I like, it. Uh, so we'll lead. You're going to, you're going to draft Justin Fields, David Montgomery. Um, you would think that, but actually, uh, I am taking a different NFC North running back. He's taking Deandre. Deandre Swift uh, is a guy I love. Um, because that's, Deandre that's Swift, my... go ahead. I, I, first off, uh, Penny Sewell, is that his name? Penny Sewell. Penny yeah, Sewell. Sewell. Sorry, I knew I was yeah. saying it wrong. Uh, that draft pick, I mean, they're, the Lions are building on their line. Like, they're building up that offensive line, and I don't think they're going to be, they don't have receivers. They're going to be a running-oriented team. And DeAndre Swift, second-year running back, probably wouldn't have, I mean, is he the most athletic running back who came out? Like, he's got to be up there with Jonathan Taylor, I would think, and CEH. I like second-year running backs, is what I'm saying. So yeah. we're going Swift. Swift. But I hold on. Your running backs. Let me do my impression of fancy Twitter. But Anthony Lynn said Jamal Williams was an A-back. Yep. That's another thing I forgot to mention. Anthony Lynn, I mean, think of how good Melvin Gordon was, how good Austin Eckler was when yeah. Anthony Lynn was running that offense. Like, to me, DeAndre Swift is a no-brainer. I, I honestly would have taken him. I'd, he's probably a guy I would be taking into swing at the, if I was at the 12th spot. Like, Good he's a guy I really want on my team. No, Swift is RB7 for me. Wow. And uh, my next guy, speaking of second-year running backs, CEH, I think, is a no-brainer here, too. Wow. What? Uh, a no-brainer? Well, I no guess brainer. you're going running back, running I, back, running back. Here's my thing. I think he's got a high floor and a high ceiling. I think a lot of people are gun-shy on him because of how he's used as a rookie and the hype. That disappointment, I think, is clouding their judgment. He still was a, like, like if he duplicates last year, he's an RB2. He's solid. Like, he's not exciting. He also only had four touchdowns last year. That number has to go up. Like, it's the odds are it will go up in that offense. And on top of that, if he does improve, he's got he's in an offense that's the best in football. He has the chance to be a top five guy. I think it's a great hedge. No, I mean, he was fine. Uh, he was, people were disappointed in him last year because of where they drafted him. Exactly. But and I think he, it's clouding their judgment this year. Yeah, he was fine until Lev Bell got there. He was like running back like 17. He just wasn't worth the first round hey, pick. Running back 17 is where I have him this season. Look at that. Walker's just copying pasting stats from last year. No, I have, I actually have him scoring nine touchdowns too. So it's not like I have him, you know, not scoring or anything. 
Yeah, he had some bad touchdown luck earlier in the year, um, especially in that first game. J.J. Watt was just wrecking shop on the Chiefs' offensive line. Oh, yeah. And uh, he had no holes to get through um, um, on the goal line. So um, after CEH, Michael Thomas, uh, Allen Robinson. Real quick, Mike, you were you were quiet there. Um, what's your opinion on, I guess we'll say half PPR here, CEH or the other rookie, J.K. Dobbins, that who hasn't been drafted yet? Actually, I got them um, back to back. I have uh, Edward Slayer at 15 and JK at 16. Okay. In 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 PPR and half PPR too. Yeah. Okay. Um. How that's interesting because Dobbins uh, doesn't really catch passes, so I guess it's no, he doesn't. Um. But I I, I think I just like him better. I I would have actually him below Carson, but Carson is way too injury prone. Then mm-hmm. Jake, then Jacobs, you know, with with Drake, and then Gaskin, and Hunt, and Montgomery. So you see where I'm going with all that. Um, maybe Najee Harris will jump up there, but for all the other guys, it's just yeah, that's just why I have them have them there. No, that's fair enough. So all right, so after CH, we got Michael Thomas uh, in the third, which feels a little steely to me. Allen Robinson in the third or three three, and then Walker. It is to you with Kamara and Justin Jefferson already on your squad. Yeah, and uh, you know you guys know that there's pretty much always at least one rookie running back who finishes top twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, you just you guys just let me have him in the third round. So mm-hmm. uh, Najee Harris is an absolute like the easiest pick I will make all day. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't let that happen. I was not in an opportunity and not in a spot to stop it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I I love Najee for this season. He's my running back 11, and I think that's I don't think he can fall much further than that unless obviously he gets hurt. But they're gonna feed him the ball. He can catch passes at least well enough. Um, it's he he's gonna be the guy who finishes top 12. At, you know, as long as there's no injury. So, um, in my opinion, at this point, I have a high-end RB1, a low to mid-tier RB1, and a high-end wide receiver one so far. Yeah. And I would be ecstatic with this team. Yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a good start to a team. And I was, that's, go that's ahead, cool. Willie. Oh, I was gonna say that's cool. I have the RB1, two, and three on the season though. So. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You have an RB1, an RB2, and an RB3. No. Walker, let me have it for Swift so I can talk trash, please. No, Sw- Swift is Swift is not going to get enough touches to be a top three guy. No, I agree with that. I'm just being uh, a smart butt because I don't know if I can say the other word because I'm you PG. Probably, I think you can, so I think you can PG say that one. To PG. You're what, getting G-rated Waleed. What word were you trying to say, Waleed? Smart butt. You can say you can say the bad word. It's okay. No. Because once I slip, it's a slippery slope. Okay. Next thing you know, I'm Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, Najee Harris, I, I agree with Walker. I I loved this stat about the Belkow running back in Mike Tomlin offense, blah, blah, blah. But outside of that, they have set this running back room up where it is Najee Harris, and then it is a bunch of losers and guys who have are just – who cares? The, the haters and losers be behind Swift Najee Harris. Swift or CEH weren't there. Najee Harris was my next guy. I yeah. was so worried you were going to take Najee at three at three one when you said that when you said you were going running back. I thought it was going to be Swift Harris and I was going to be screwed. 
Yeah, I would have gone Swift over, or sorry, uh, Harris over Ceh. Yeah. I I I am a Ceh truther. I'm doubling down on this because I want to be right. I think he's going to end up. <laughs> I actually think he's going to be a top five running back this year. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Not the room behind Najee Harris is. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. love your response to that. Like, you're not even that. You're like, okay, you you carry on with that fantasy, Waleed. I well, you interrupt. <laughs> you me. interrupted my point so you could have a a love session with Ceh. Okay. Um, behind him, yeah, it's it's uh, Benny Snell, Kalen Balage, Anthony McFarland, and Jalen Samuels. Woo! A like, bunch of RB threes. Yeah, will, like in real football, not fantasy. You could combine any two players in that room, and that guy isn't coming for Najee Harris's job. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, you could combine Jalen Samuels and Anthony McFarland, and that would be a like you'd basically get like Devonta out of it. <laughs> yeah, James Conner, Devonta Freeman. If you combine those two guys. Yeah. Um. All right. So after Najee, Calvin Ridley, who uh, that's a steal in the third round. I think. Oh yeah. Ter- yeah Ter- Terry McLaurin, Pat Mahomes, and then Mike. We're on to you. Uh, are you going to take Mark Andrews or T.J. Hawkinson? You know, I was debating either one of those guys. It's two flexes. Oh, it is two flexes. I am very tempted now to go with another tight end. Uh, no, I'm not that crazy. But I am crazy enough to go with Keenan Allen, who was the top 12 wide receiver over the season. And now he'll have his second year with Justin Herbert, and it only should get better. He should finish in the top 10 at least. No, Nothing that's crazy about that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, that's a that's a solid pick in the third round like every year. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you can't really go wrong, is what I'm saying, in, in my opinion, personally. That's, that's what, uh, 90 catches, 1,100 yards every single year? Basically. The, yeah, just just bank that right now, Mike. You can just bank high, it. High-end wide receiver two to low-end wide receiver one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Keenan Allen in the third round. Um, so J.K. Dobbins went to Team 9. Mari Cooper went to Team 10, who seems to be going 0 RB. Uh, team 11 went Miles Sanders, saving me for myself because I was afraid I was going to talk myself into Miles Sanders. So let's see who I have available to me. I have Mike Evans, Julio Jones, future 49er, uh, Chris <laughs> Chris Carson, Chris Godwin. Every, real quick, the Julio Jones uh, discourse on Twitter is very funny because every team is like, well, we're getting Julio Jones, obviously. Like I saw somebody say that the Titans are getting Julio Jones. I don't and then, think Julio's going anywhere, honestly. I yeah. saw the the most compelling argument I saw for Julio not going anywhere is you don't t- take Kyle Pitts over a quarterback if you're going to blow up the team by getting rid of Julio Jones. That's that's why I don't think they're doing it because yeah. now because now you're just a mismatch nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, if you got Calvin Julio and Kyle Pitts, then it's it, it's just people... you have you still have Russell Gage too. I said what I said. Yeah. Nah. Russell Gage. I'm is just fine. saying. Russell Gage is a as a fourth receiver is a fantastic option. Yeah, no, yeah. he's fine as a fourth receiver, but people want to talk themselves into Russell Gage being a thing. Oh, no, he's not going to be a thing. He's still going to be the fourth guy, but he's going to get some nice looks, but you're not going to be able to trust him. Not yeah. like long term. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I'm trying to think of what I want to do here. So I don't do I want running back 24? I don't think I do. I think I'm going to leave him for another round. Uh, that would be David Montgomery. His nickname is running back 24 RB 24. Uh, Mike Evans is my, mm, 
You know what? I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna say Julio here. Um Ooh, as okay. a second as a second wide receiver. Uh AJ Brown, Julio Jones, Aaron Jones. So I've got Jones and Jones, and then I will take I will take a guy that I think is in due for a bigger year than people think, because everybody has spent so much time just trying to pretend like he won't be good. And like he wasn't good, and that Todd Gurley is coming for his job. That's Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin was good last year. He was productive. And the the you know the running back room doesn't scare me. It's Ahmed and Jared. People want to talk real spicy about Jared Dokes because James Robinson exists, but it's like I liked Jared Dokes, but I think Miles Gaskin is better, and I'll take him as a running back too. I think he'll be safe there. So. I like it. I like Miles Gaskin a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah, I got no problem with that. Okay, good. I was I was preemptively uh, defending my picks. So uh, Chris Carson off the board next. Uh, Chris Godwin, then Mike Evans. Um, so Mike, we're back to you. Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Keenan Allen. That's your squad. Who are you looking at here, and who are you taking? Well, the two running backs that I wanted here went off the board. Uh, Gaskin. Gaskin and Carson. So, and then Evans, uh, Godwin. Back to back, that's interesting. Um, leaving me with uh, a guy that has a new quarterback and much improved quarterback. So I expect more improved things than what he did last year, which was pretty pretty good in itself. I forget where he finished, probably in the top 15 to 18. Um, but that's wide receiver Robert Woods. I was gonna say it has nice. to be Bobby. Yeah, Bobby in the fourth. Bobby Trees. Yeah, Bobby Trees. So after that, Thielen, Josh Jacobs, Josh Allen. Walker takes TJ Hawkinson. No. I'll be honest, I am sitting on the edge of my seat right now for yeah. this. Uh, no, but I don't I'm not, think my guy's falling to me. Not going to take a lion. Um, I'm going to take the guy that I have, maybe controversially, but I have him wide receiver 10 on the season because I think he's a perfect fit with his new quarterback. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Oh, wow. Oh. I love Cup this season. I think that he runs all the routes that Stafford, as I've said before on the podcast, he runs all the routes that Stafford's great at throwing. And I have a feeling that they're going to be best buddies. Not not being able to swear is hurting me right now because Cooper Cup was going to be one of the guys I was taking. I was really hoping to combine Cooper Cup with CeeDee Lamb. Who I yeah, think Lamb is great. For my, I, for my yeah. wide receiver one. with those that, was my, uh, that was my other guy. This is why I like you, Walker. You, you think <laughs> like me. Yeah. Just two um, guys that have spent uh, their lives living in the shadow of the Green Bay Packers. Commiserate. <laughs> this is why I don't like you, Jeff, for comments like that. No. <laughs> I tease. Well, you know what? It's fine. Um, because I will take the tight end that I actually think is going to be awesome. This is I you know what this is a recipe for fantasy disaster. I already have two offensive weapons on the Detroit Lions. Kyle Pitts? Oh, okay. TJ. DJ Hawkinson. Nice. Good God, you're going all in on the Lions. That's you? what I'm saying. Those two are the Lions? only two like, guys. Is that really is that really what I want to do? Like but those but, are the those are the only guys, is the thing. Like they're gonna, gonna get yeah. such huge shares of the offense because nobody else is good. We're gonna I, fast I, forward to round nine and the lead's gonna be like, all right, I did not want to do this, but Amon Ross St. Brown <laughs> staring at me. <laughs> hey, that's just... And, uh, then, and then fast forward to round 15. Look, guys, I waited on quarterback. Jared Goff will be great. <laughs> with all of course the Egyptians going to draft Amon St. Brown. Come on. 
Amon Amon Ra. Saint this Brown. MF said. <laughs> I said Amon Saint Ra. Uh, all right, Walker. Um, so between you and Waleed, DJ Moore and Lamar Jackson went off the board. And so uh, where are you looking? Um, I got, I don't know right now. I've, I've got some interesting options that I'm, that I'm considering. Um, I could go with, I could go with Mark Andrews. Um, and take like, I guess the last like eminently trustable tight end on the board. Um, I expect him to be a little bit better than last year, but I am a bit gun shy. He, he has had injury issues. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, for some, something's telling me not to go that direction. Um, there's plenty of wide receivers that would be a solid pick here. Um, but I think that's part of the reason why I'm not going to go receiver here is because there are plenty of guys that I'm good with getting as my wide receiver three at this point. Um, so I'm going to go with the guy that I currently have projected for the most points at the quarterback position. And I'm going to take Kyler Murray. Ooh. Okay. So Kyler Murray goes as the fourth quarterback off the board. One pick after Lamar Jackson. Waleed, you made a little noise. What is I was that? Think, I was like, cause I was like, he was the guy I was thinking about. I didn't think he was, but I knew I knew when I took hockey, he wasn't coming back to me. And I kind of prefer to have the security of uh, a guy that I think will be a top five tight end that I think will be. I can just uh, sit and uh, start and forget him. Set and but, forget. Uh, what, sit. What would you say? Set, set and forget. Set and forget. I couldn't remember. God, I'm sorry. I'm brain dead today. I can't think at all. But that explains your picks. A, Got him. Ooh, black. This guy took two two lines in the first five rounds. Honestly, that's fair. I mean, actually, I deserve everything you say. <laughs> All right. So, uh, sorry, I, I rudely interrupted you. What were you saying? <laughs> you were fine. I didn't need to be interrupted there. <laughs> I was rambling. Okay. So, um, who? Uh, so, uh, I got lost here. Kyler Murray, Deontay Johnson. Kareem Hunt, Mark Andrews. Then it's uh, on to Mike, who's just going to keep taking tight ends. He's going to take <laughs> Dallas Goddard, then Noah Fant on the comeback. I might take tight ends. I mean, th- I think I'm running into the, the big problem with taking two tight ends in the first two rounds is getting sniped. So I got sniped last round with Carson, Chris Carson and Chris Godwin. Uh, and I mean, not Chris Godwin, but Miles um, Gaskin. Yeah. And then this round, I got sniped with i had two two players i was going to go with with kyler murray and cream hunt so i i'm backpedaling a little bit uh because being sniped two straight rounds really puts a damper on things mm-hmm. so oh man there's really not much in the rb section there's really not much in the wide receiver section uh i am not going to go tight in again because i would just do it I should though, really, right? I, I, should, I, I should just just jump right in and, and just take Kyle Pitts, John U. Smith. <laughs> I'm gonna go quarterback. Uh, everything wow. that I've read seems wow. to be fine. Uh, everything seems to be good. He's looking like he's gonna be OTAs you ready for the season. A... God bless it, Mike. Going with Dak Prescott. Rain. I, yep. I was hoping that he was falling back to me. God bless it. I, I figured Mike was going to take a running back here, but now he's gotten backed into zero RB. 
And he's go he's got to take it all the way. So Mike takes Dak Prescott to go to Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Keenan Allen, Robert Woods. Then uh, Team Nine overdrafts Brandon Ayuk. Then no, come on. Computer took who I was going to take. Etn. I figured Etn was safe to get to me. So Etn, then Gordon, and uh, let's see. God, this this pick I, right here. Hey, I I do want to interrupt. I think Melvin Gordon is a bigger overdraft than Brandon Ayuk. There, I really do. I I I, I, I agree. Ayuk is probably a slight reach, but I don't think that's egregious. Uh, it, how many running backs are off the board? A lot. Uh, yeah. Then I'd, two, I have three, no... four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-five. I don't have a problem with Melvin Gordon as running back twenty-five. I do have a problem with Melvin Gordon in the fifth round, though. I. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't have Gordon that high. Where do I have Gordon? I mean, I think Melvin Gordon is just he's just gonna be thirty one. I have him at so. Oh, do you have Javante taking? Yeah, I have I have, have Javante at twenty seven. Okay, Mike, what were you saying? I have Gordon at twenty four. No, I'm okay. sorry, twenty six. Twenty six. All right, so yeah, pretty much where he went then. Okay, so let's see what we got here. We got. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, James Robinson, David Johnson. Oh, guys, Quadzilla is still on the board. Mike Davis? Mike Davis. No, I'm not going to take Mike Davis. Hi, am I going to take Mike Davis? You might take Mike Davis. I'm thinking I might take Mike Davis because I'm looking at this. This God, time I've taken Mike Davis. Oh, God, Mike Davis. I'm going to wait. I'm going to take because I can't say I took him in the fifth round. Uh, <laughs> I will go. A guy that I think is going to... Um, Take a leap forward into being a top. I haven't done my my projections yet, but my gut tells me that uh, T. Higgins is in for a big season. I'll say top 15-ish. So I'll take T. Higgins as my third wide receiver. And then I'm doing it, boys. Mike Davis. Michael Davis. Nice. I got Quadzilla himself. So then Chase Edmonds, Odell Beckham, Tyler Lockett. Mike, we're back to you. Are you going to take a running back, or did you get sniped on ETN, Gordon, Edmonds, and Mike Davis? <laughs> I kind of got sniped with Mike Davis because I did have him in the back of my head as, as one one that I really wanted. Um, oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go with the best 49ers running back in, right now. Is it Michael Hasty? Yeah, might as well. Trey Sermon. Michael, might be Trey Sermon. Um, you just throw a name in the hat. But right now, at this point, it's Raheem Mostert. And so that's my guy. He'll get so Raheem Mostert. I was thinking about this. Raheem Mostert is probably a good option for people to take as their number one running back if they're going zero RB because of where he's going. And then one of the big problems with zero RB being you got to wait for guys to develop. But like Raheem Mostert is going to start off the season as the running back and then he's probably going to get hurt or get phased out for Trey Sermon. So if you're going zero RB and you need guys to develop or come into the role like Javante Williams or whatever, you need somebody for the first four weeks. So actually, Mike, Raheem Mostert, I was thinking, might be the prime like zero RB, like RB1 for you to take. Yeah, he's a little RB1 late for me. I prefer, yeah. I prefer to go at least if you don't have an art running back by the fourth round, you're probably sunk. But, um, yeah, it's RB. If you're going no RB, you really need to target one in the fourth round, no later than the fifth. And I got my first RB one in the sixth. So, 
Well, zero RB guys are like, I got my running back room. It's Tony Pollard. It's Mike Boone. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's you know, it's uh, Devin Zingletary. They're like, I'll be good. It's like, no, you won't. You're no, you're, you're, you're in trouble. You're, you're, yeah. You're in trouble. So, all right. So, Mostert, then Ronald Jones, Dallas Goddard, James Robinson, then Walker. We're back to you. You got two running backs, two wide receivers, and a quarterback. So, where are we going here? Uh, I'm going to get my wide receiver three, uh, fill out those, and uh, I'm going to go with the best wide receiver on the Cincinnati Bengals, Jamar Chase. Wow. Oh! <laughs> Sniped again. All right. Team three wasted their pick. The more I think about yep. Damian Harris, the less I like <laughs> Damian Harris. Damian Harris in the sixth round is so funny to me. It's such a mess of a pick. That's so funny because there's yeah. just no way he ever lives up to that. No, not even close. Like it's we not, talked about it. It's not even possible for him to finish better than like RB 30. Like that's his ceiling. Yeah. And that's if Mac you're Jones picking starts him at like his, double digit games. Yeah. You're picking him at his ceiling and it's just the dumbest thing. Yeah. Big Damian Harris had this uh, team three. Um, so you said Jamar Chase, best wide receiver on the. Uh, on the Bengals. Yeah. I oh, am so mad. I am so mad right now. How far away is Tyler Boyd from the other two guys? Uh, I don't think I, I'm going to be honest. I would probably, and maybe this is just because of my evaluations and also because of, I value athletic testing a lot. I would say the gap between Higgins and Chase is bigger than, than the gap between Boyd and Higgins. Oh, wow. Okay. I really think, I think Jamar Chase is the guy there. I agree. I a hundred percent agree. I mean, why would why would why would Joe Burrow choose to throw to a below average athlete who's good at going up and getting the ball when he can throw to an insanely good athlete who's also good at going and getting the ball who he threw to in college? No, that's that's a fair enough uh, evaluation of the Chase Higgins thing. But I, I see it more my, a Panthers thing uh, that we saw last year where all three uh, wide receivers finished with 200 points. That could happen. That's a possibility too, where Tyler Boyd is more the uh, the the Curtis he, Samuel. I'll tell yeah. you what, I, I think that uh, Cincinnati offense is going to be sneaky good. Like whatever share you have, you're going to be you're not going to necessarily have anyone who's a complete game breaker. Maybe Burrow, maybe but, uh, Joe Mixon. But, no, actually, I think, <laughs> that was a that was a wild. I think special. I think Mixon might end up being where uh, being a good value for where he's getting drafted. No. No, absolutely be. not. He's not no. good. The line's not good. He so breaks let's see. whenever they give him lots of touches. I Having Joe, said that, I'm probably not drafting Mixon. <laughs> I have Joe Mixon RB20. He went as 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, as, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. He went as RB13. You think that's good value? He went as pick uh, pick, 20, 20, pick 22. Yeah. That's not good value. That's an insane overdraft. Yeah, Joe Mixon. He might not finish RB twenty two. Well, he might not finish the year. That's the problem. So yeah. let's have him um, below Sanders, Gibson, Akers, and Swift. I would imagine and Hilarious. I I have him ahead of Sanders by one. Um, I have Swift way ahead of him. I have Akers, Gibson a, a few spots ahead of him. Yeah, that's pretty much where I have him. In that grouping. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask, Mike, is how, how you view. Uh, I mean, Joe I'm, I'm going to make Jeff mad right, right, right around here. I don't get don't. Well, actually, I, no, I'm not going to make Jeff mad because it's two players that he doesn't like. So 
he's not going to care at all. Don't 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 let them say that I got mad. Please don't put in the newspaper that I got mad, Walker. Right. I, I won't put in the newspaper uh, that you got mad. Um, but I have uh, I have Chase Edmonds at running back 19. That's fine. Oh, okay. I thought I thought I was going to be like way by far the highest at FA at, uh, on Edmonds because it seems like every time I bring him up, you guys are all like, he's not very good. And I'm like, what are we talking about? I mean, he's pretty good. So so last summer, Mike and I did this thing where all summer long we fought about David Johnson. All summer long <laughs> we fought about David Johnson, and like Mike had him at like running back twenty two, and I had him at like running back like twenty three, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. Once you get outside the top fifteen, I'm. It's like, yeah, I, I could see it. I'm done. Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna get mad. Don't. Yeah, because it's like I don't even have. It's not like I have him getting a ridiculous workload. Like I have him with 135 carries and 74 targets. So, you know, it, I'm not projecting him to to like be a a target monster or to be like a bell cow back. I just think that he's gonna put up good, like basically the same production he put up last year in a slightly bigger role. Well, when I was looking at Mike Davis, I'll be honest with you, Walker, I was looking at Chase Edmonds too. So nice. Okay, that that see that makes sense to me. Like I have Davis at twenty four, and I, you know, and that's just because I have his yards per carry very low because Atlanta's offensive line is terrible. Yeah, I just, I just, I. The, it, it's down to tiebreakers when you're getting down to like Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis, and and sure. James Conner for as long as he lasts will be a tiebreaker against chase Edmonds for me. That's, That's all fair. it is. That's yeah, all it is. I, yeah. I have Connor at 34 and obviously Davis has no, no competition at all. So, Oh, what the hell what is this? Quadri Allison slander. Brian Hill. Go back on something. Cause I was, I thought I was putting two guys in the queue. <laughs> this guy. Oh, this yeah. guy lead. Oh my God. I all am right. kind of annoyed. You can keep it if you want, but those were guys I was putting in the queue for later. Yeah, right. that's what Hold I thought on. I was doing. We can oh go back. Jeff can go back. I, I got to do so much. I got to pause the draft. I'm so sorry about that. Remove play. I was looking, then I'm like, wait, what just happened? We'll leave lost Trey the, Sermon and Michael Carter. Yeah, now he's going to pick the two guys that got picked right after his pick. Yeah. No, well, I'm going to pick one of them. He's gonna I pick, will say this. I not, was going to pick one of them. He's going to pick Claypool, yeah. Well, he's Claypool? gonna be like, all yeah. right, Michael Carter and Chase Claypool. <laughs> no, uh, Claypool was always gonna be my first guy here. The reason for that is, sure. When I go three running backs with the first, I want my wide receivers, the first couple of guys I get, to be athletic upside guys. That's why I really wanted. Sure. I wanted Chase and Claypool. I thought that would have been an awesome thing on the swing here, but that oh, did not wow. happen. Um, because of that, honestly, the rest of the receivers that are out there, I like. I'm fine with all of them, but I think someone will come back to me. So I'm not as worried about receiver right now because you can get receivers. Uh, I want a quarterback who's angry. A man who knows Blake Bortles is breathing down his shoulder. Breathing <laughs> down his neck. He knows. Yeah, we're going We're going Aaron Rodgers here. We're going Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Ugh, um, Zach Moss. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah. Gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> But the thing is, he will probably end up going around there Well, that's in most drafts. Be, that's going to be, yeah, people being like, well, uh, you know. People are going to be like, well, somebody on Buffalo on Buffalo's team has to finish like RB32, right? And it's like, no, they, they, they don't. They're, they're going to be like, I, they're, this is take lock if you take Zach Moss in the seventh. It's like, yeah, it's I, thought gonna, he, I, I wanted him to be good last year, and damn it, I'm going to draft him like he's going to be good this year. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Mike, you made a noise about Aaron Rodgers. Was that what I heard? No, Zach Moss. Oh, Zach Moss. Yeah, he went like, ugh. Okay, I Which thought that is was what you e- should have done. That's that's fair. Yeah. I thought that was an ew about Aaron Rodgers, and I keep changing the lead six round pick, and he doesn't notice. Oh yeah, he, I I noticed that you kept making it Trey Sermon over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to say anything. Um, so all right, so I'm kind uh, of annoyed that I did that because now I think that like what I want to get them, you guys are going to snipe them before I have a chance. Well, well, lead. There's like twenty something picks between your picks and then when you pick again. So there's I don't a think good that chance your guys are going to be gone. Yeah, I don't think that qualifies as sniping. No, it isn't. It, it's I, were they, were they going it qualifies into, when I take his guy every time. <laughs> were they going? Were they going here though? I, I don't. I feel uh, like maybe. No. I think Sermon might have gone before I came back, but I'm not sure the yeah. Jets guy was. I don't know. Well, I, I, I'm not sure honestly. I, I haven't done enough mocks so far this year to really know. Yeah, I don't know. So, all right, Walker. So you've got three wide receivers, two running backs, and a quarterback. So where are you going here? Fourth picker of round seven. Uh, that's a great question. Um, I haven't decided really yet. I, I feel like I'm getting to the point where I have very few running backs that I trust remaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always a consideration. Um, there's a ton of, there's still a ton of guys I'd be good with as my wide receiver four, and I'm not taking a tight end in the seventh round. That's just not going to happen. Already got my quarterback. So, yeah, I'm just deciding between a couple different running backs. And I think I'll go with, I'll I'll just, I'll go with the younger option. I'll take Javante Williams here. Yeah, when you said he was your running back 27, I thought that was where your uh, your path was going to end up. I was with Javante Williams because it's like, oof, he's still top 30 and... Yeah, I, I had I have David Johnson at 25, and so he was my other guy I was considering, but I was like, uh, it's less likely that Javante just, like, breaks down and implodes at week nine. Yeah. So, all right, David Johnson went next, then Herbert, then DJ Chark. Mike, who did you make the noise at? Was it David Johnson? It was David Johnson, but at first the noise was originally with Javante Williams because Javante okay. was going to be my next pick. Man, Javante was not I, making I, back to I, me at seven twelve. I so. am sniping everyone. <laughs> yes, you are. The reason, the reason I didn't put Javante in my queue is because I, I knew there was no chance he was coming back to me. Walker's getting guys coming and going. Like he's getting Woo. he's he's getting Waleed before the rebound and then Mike afterwards. Well, that means what, he's getting that value. That's each one of that's what each one of the hats in my profile picture on here uh, represents. <laughs> is this, I get them nice. coming and going. There you go. All right, Mike, where are you going here? You got sniped on. You're getting sniped on every single running back. I am. Uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, so, are you guys well, seeing that AJ Dillon's ADP is 89? Good God. Nine. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. That's that's so funny. That's Quad's Twitter going crazy. <laughs> just give him a chance and he'll be Derrick Henry <laughs> unintelligible noises so do I go Trey Sermon who can back up Raheem Mostert when Raheem Mostert breaks down and right you're Sermon. spiraling you're like I'm going to take all the 49ers I'm going to take every single 49er running back that ever existed 
one of them will be good eventually. Yes. Garrison Hurst. Yeah, I do. They're going to blow up every time on your bench. Yep. Um, can we get OJ Simpson, okay? Takes Tevin Coleman. Oh, no, he's on the Jets now. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the guy who's going to be the bell cow of this system, and that's Michael Carter. Oh, we have a guy. Finally, somebody who recognizes how the Jets depth chart's going to shake out. There are so many people saying, well, it's probably Tevin Coleman. No, 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 it's not. Thank you. We're all on the same page. Tevin Coleman is so bad. Like, even if Robert Sala wants it to be Tevin Coleman, it's not going to be because he's going to be so bad. Yeah, he is awful. He is just he used up every single bit of talent he had left to destroy Here, the Carolina Panthers. Would you guys like me to tell you where I have Tevin Coleman ranked in my running back rankings? Scroll, 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 scroll. <laughs> 96. Oh, good God. That's just running backs. Yeah, I when I went through on Analyst Depot, I did way too many players. Yeah, so who's yeah, I don't uh, have him listed. I went up to seventy, and I don't have him listed. That's reasonable. Yeah. So who's ninety through ninety five, Walker? Ninety through ninety five: Kalen Ito Smith, Jalen Richard, Amir Abdullah, Darrington Evans, Anthony McFarland. Oh boy, that was, that's a whole lot of guys that people don't, try to talk. Don't pick them. Don't pick those guys. Yeah. That's Please. that's your big tip for today is don't pick those guys. Anybody I've got listed like after probably like uh, after 68, I'd say don't pick. Because 69 is Malcolm Brown and I would not nice. draft him. But 68 is Jarrett McKinnon, who I would consider drafting in the last round. Yeah. Is he even on a team? Yeah, he's on KC. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. I could see that. Um. So, Mike, when does uh, Michael Carter get the uh, the lead role? When does he get the run? Does he hit the ground running and start with it, or what do you see happening there? Well, it's I, I think it depends on how well he does in OTAs and in training camp. But if he's if he is ready to go, I could see him being right out of the gate as their number one guy. All right, all right. Uh, do we have any uh, disagreements there? Walker will lead. I think it's going to I think at the start of the season, it's going to be a pretty even split between Carter and P. Ryan. And then they'll work in. Uh, they'll probably use Coleman as a thumper, which doesn't make sense. And then they'll use Ty Johnson a little bit just because he's really athletic. But I would say by week six or seven that Carter will be getting more touches than anybody else in the backfield consistently. I don't think he'll ever be like a number one, but I think it'll probably stabilize by middle of the season to Carter 1A and whichever one of P. Ryan and Johnson is playing better, 1B. Okay. Okay. No, that's 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 fair that's enough. That's about so. what I feel. Yeah. So, um, Mike You is, guys are all wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, Mike is vehemently disagreeing. Um, so, all right. So, let's see. Uh, so Michael Carter, Russell Wilson, Leonard Fournette, Robbie Anderson off the board. Now it's me. Um, I don't want to do it. But you're gonna. But I'm gonna. God, I'm wondering. Hold on, I gotta see who's who's around. What's he gonna do? If I take Mike Davis and Will Fuller back to back, I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> oh no. Those are like. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna New, go New Leaf, Jeff Crisco. 
I'm going to go straight Homer here. Oh, am I going to go straight Homer? No. Uh, I'm going to go with the guy who's going to get 1,000 yards for like the 25th straight season. Brandon Cooks. Nice. That's a great pick. So he's a deaf guy. He's my wide receiver four. I would say and, that's the best receiver remaining on the board. Like, and it's not that close. Yeah, that's yeah. I was gonna when I said Homer Pickett's Debo, but I think Debo has a similar problem to Damian Harris in that he's hedged in on all sides by other players who are better than him. Um, with Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle, and now I mean, truth <clears throat> be told, like you're right, he probably was the best receiver on the board. I just don't want anything to do with Houston. Well, that's I, re- that's reasonable. That's yeah. reasonable, but at the same time, it's Brandon Cooks. I mean, yeah, he'll be fi- Cooks is going to get his. He'll be fine. Yeah, he's been on like what? This, he was on uh, New Orleans, the Rams, New England. The, I New England, know what's wrong with and him then person because he keeps getting traded for first round picks. He keeps producing everywhere. He's got to be a jerk. There, it's there. I I don't think that there's anything wrong with him. I think that its teams really want him because he hits the ground running, and then he can, uh, you know, a team always well, ends up in he a. He keeps he keeps ending up on teams that like weirdly get bad or completely change philosophy. Like I think he's just had bad yeah. luck, honestly. Like yeah. with the Rams, they just didn't want to pay him anymore, um, because they had Cup and Woods, and they knew they couldn't pay all three guys. Um, the Patriots just suddenly completely switched philosophies when Brady left and now the Texans have imploded. Yeah. And I guess the Saints, just Michael Thomas. Uh, I don't know why the Saints traded him to be honest. I, I, I don't even remember. Yeah. I think it, did they, oh, because they got a first and a third back. That's why. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. And they had Michael, <laughs> they had Michael Thomas. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you if somebody offers you a first and a third for, you know, the most receivers. Of five receivers, you're like, all right, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like think I that's would... what's happening is teams give them too good of an offer and they're like, OK, I guess I don't have Brandon Cooks anymore. That's part of it. Yeah. Um. Oh, and it's still my pick. I, uh-huh. I was here soliloquying and I will take. I'm really at do it, do it right here. What am I doing? I you'll find out if you do it. Uh, it's not Kenyon Drake. That's not what I wanted. Okay, it's it's either. God, I am going to say so. I'm looking at two running backs here. I'm looking at James oh, Conner and Gus Edwards. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be what I what I was going to say. Saying Will Fuller or Noah Fant? No. Oh, interesting. I can't. I can't tell you now. Oh, here. I'm just. It's. It's. I know what it is. I know what it is. I'm. I'm not going to break the seal on that. I'm not going to do it. Um. <laughs> I'm going to say I'll go with, you know, he's been good when he hasn't been hurt. I think being in a split role will help him stay healthy. So I'll go with James Conner as a depth running back for me. So he's my running back four. So uh, Will Fuller, yeah. yeah, Kenyon Drake off the board. Mike, 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 Mike. Running backs are flying off the board. Who are you taking now? Is it Kenneth Gainwell? No. Are you going to start to spiral? I left I left a good pick for you at 110 in the rankings. 
You did? I did. Yeah. I must be missing that pick. Wow. His name's Gus Edwards. Mm, yeah, I'm not interested. Wow. Look at this guy. That's just because Mike hates every Ravens player. <laughs> I do. I hate them all. Every single one of them. Um, you know, I'm going to go Debo. He's still there. Yeah. All right. Debo's all right. Debo's yeah, a good pick. Uh, that's fine, I think, yeah. If I can click the plus sign and not his name. It's there, not there we go. We got him. All right. Tyler Boyd, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, all off the board. Now it's Walker's pick. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it? I'm going to do it. He did, did it. it. Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Let's go. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Kyle Pitts was in my queue. I was taking him if you didn't. That's who you said at 8-1 uh-huh. for me, right, Walker? Yes. That's yeah. why I said I can't. I, that's why I said I can't break the seal on this guy. I now have four rookies on my team. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Woo. All right, Walker. So Kyle Pitts at eight point nine. Uh, what what has you going him over the rest of the guys? Is it upside? Because I don't see a lot of upside left. Yeah, I, I mean mostly. Um, when I did my projections, I did not expect to be as high on Pitts as I ended up being. But when I worked it out, I feel like he's going to get a lot more yards per catch than most tight ends. And so even though he's going to have around the same amount of targets, I think, as guys like Gesicki, Henry, Thomas, Goddard, you know, guys like that, I think that he's going to have a lot more yards and probably more touchdowns because you can't cover him in the red zone. He's too strong, too big, too athletic. And his point total came out in between the blob and Andrews and Hawkinson. So he's kind of like his own little mini tier for me. Um, And I just, he's the last tight end. Like I, I feel comfortable enough after the first seven rounds, like in the eighth round is when you, when I feel like you start taking guys you like, and if they don't work out, then they don't work out and you just figure out something. So if Pitt's, you know, if if it's four weeks into the season and he's still not doing anything, then you know I can afford to just dump him and or trade him to somebody who's really speculative for like a receiving running back because you can always do that. You can all I can always trade Kyle Pitts for like J D McKissick in the middle of the season and then just ride J D McKissick in my flex or something like it. So I, I don't see a lot of you know the downside is what the downside is for literally any tight end. And the upside is I get like a borderline top five guy. Yeah. And he was uh, tight end nine off the board. So I'm going to ask Mike and Waleed if there's any tight end left that you would take over Kyle Pitts. No. Kyle Pitts was my next pick. Okay. Mike? So uh, I actually have Kyle Pitts at um, 11. So, but am I, am I angry or think that that's a horrible pick at nine? No. No, I was I was just asking if you so you would who are the two guys you have ahead of him still that are still on the border? Um, I have let's see what did I have? Um, Robert Tanyan and Evan Ingram ahead of Kyle Pitts right now. Okay, so I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't for exactly the reasons that Walker said, I don't have a problem with Kyle Pitts at the ninth tight end off the board. Right. Yeah. So even though I have him at eleven, it's like yeah fine it's yeah i don't it's not it's not anything different than i would do yeah 
So, all right, Walid, it is back to you. You've got Aaron Rodgers, Chase Claypool, TJ Hawkinson, CD Lamb, CEH, DeAndre Swift, and Christian McCaffrey. So, this time, I'm not putting him in my queue. He's actually the guy I'm drafting. Sermon. I mean, for my fourth running back, a guy who could, in the second half, get some work, I like him there. Yeah, it's not I bad. actually really thought that uh, Mike was going to grab that. Who, Jeff Wilson? <laughs> I do not like how this draft is being run. <laughs> it was abuse of Commissioner Powers. <laughs> Damien Williams, really? <laughs> Damien Williams. <laughs> All right, I, I'm, having, I'm, having, I'm getting punchy here. I'm having fun on Sleeper. So, all right. Well, Lee took Trey Sermon. Uh, good luck. Good luck uh, to everybody who's drafted a 49ers running back. They are off of my board this year. I'm not touching them. I am not either. There's too many. There's too many and too many. The I was I was looking at some something and I was like, how many touches has the most like what's the most touches that Kyle Shanahan has given a running back with the 49ers? And it was Carlos Hyde. He got like 220, which is whatever. But then I saw in 2019, three backs had between 160 and 180 carries. And I was like, oh, I or touches. And I was like, I'm out. I'm if this is like ideally how Shanahan runs things. I'm like, I'm I'm out. I'm not I'm not I'm not touching that because that, that was like the best case scenario for him that year. So no, that's, thank you. That's fair. Uh, I get that. But I feel like at this point, I'm taking upside guys. And I think that they're he's the guy with the most upside in that backfield. Okay, fair enough. So, all right, who's your other guy? That's the question here. Ah, this one's a tougher one for me. Tom Brady, just take him and go. I already have uh, already got the Rogers. MVP. Rodgers. Rodgers. No, I'm... He should, probably should take a receiver, but... I am taking a receiver. I'm just trying to figure out which one. Uh, I know which one you should take. You know what I'm going to take? There's a I'm really good one left. Material. Yeah. Oh, oh, there he is. Marvin That's Jones. I was hoping you would take. Wife material Woo. off the board. Team I mean, like, I've been talking about him. I think he's going to be the number one there, so I might as well just grab him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, why not? I, I was considering taking him at this next pick, but. Good. I'm, I'm glad that I did that to you. For uh, how many uh, picks have you done that to me? One, two, three, four. Yeah. Four I picks. Mean, what can I say? I'm good at fantasy football. You're fine. <laughs> You're okay. After Marvin Jones goes, the computers take the two guys that I was going to take with my picks, Jalen Hurts and Mike Gesicki off the board. Uh, so, Walker, where are you going after you drop the bomb on Kyle Pitts? Uh, another rookie? Are we Are we going to go? No, 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 no. It's not going to be a rookie. Um, I... I know I only have three. Um, God, it's it's really hard for me because like I have, there's a few guys right now that are sitting there that I really want that I don't think, I don't think any of them are gonna get back to me if I don't take them now. Then you take them now. That's just I know. Don't, but you like, can't worry about overdrafting or positional boards. Get your guy. That is the number one rule of fantasy football. I don't. Give a damn what anyone else's rankings are. No, I, 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 I know someone, that, but if I'm pro- mad, I don't have him. I take him. 
Well, this is Waleed talking himself into Amon Ra next round. The problem <laughs> is that I have three guys that I want to take right now. Oh, well. That's the issue. I guess only one of them. Well, which one's going to upset you the most if you don't have? That's a good way to look at it. Who who are you yeah. going to slam the table the hardest when they get drafted? Yeah. I, That's the way you do it. I think. Just look and see if there's... Don't worry. There's He's going to take him, then I'm going to slam the table because I was going to want that guy. Well, I'm, I'm just trying... Time. I'm looking at running backs to see if there's anybody like behind these guys that I would actually oh, want. Oh, poor to Mike. You're going to leave no running backs for Mike. I don't know, man. I... There's so many more decent receivers. That's the guy right there. You got to get him. Whatever receiver. I, ah, Gus Bus. I have to do it. it, it it's, that's my brand. I got to go with Gus. I mean, he's uh, he's so he's such a good value in the ninth round. I The reason I didn't go with the receiver I was looking at was because there's just so many more of them that I'd be okay with as my wide receiver for than there were guys I'd be okay with as my running back for. Yes, that's like there were only two. Look, yeah. There were only two other guys that on the board that I would be okay with as running back for, but there are a bunch of guys that I can get at receiver that I'd be okay with. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's what it comes down to at this point is like, who would I be more upset passing on rather than who am I gonna get out there and 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 reach for? So, um, after Gus Edwards, we got Tunyon, Devin Singletary, Thomas Edward Brady off the board so mike we're back to you there are no running backs left that every single running back has been drafted in the entire universe the cupboard is bare the cupboard is bare what do i do i don't know so i'm gonna go wide receiver and go with someone that i pegged to be a lot better than what he was and hopefully the drops will stop Oh, come on. <laughs> Ju- Judy. Judy. And that is, yep, the Judy, Judy, Jerry. Yeah, Judy. That's a huge I, pick. Yeah, that's a huge he, pick in the ninth. He was the best receiver left on the board, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah actually, Well, actually, no, he was the second best guy, because that wasn't who I was going to pick. But it's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's a really good pick. I can't I can't fault that that pick. Um, What the Oh, I had watch list checked. I was like, why is why why does the board look like this? Um, so uh, Jerry Judy is Mike's wide receiver four. Mike still only has two running backs. Then it's Irv Smith. That is insane. Yeah. Irv Smith at nine nine. Uh, jo- Smith there. Joe Burrow, Tony Pollard. Uh, all the tight ends I wanted are off the board. So now I'm scrambling. He's um, waiting. You're waiting much now- longer now. Yeah, now I'm waiting. Now I'm not going to take a guy for one to like four four more rounds. I'm not going to bother. Um, let's see who we got here. So I'm thinking I am going to go. I know who I would take here. I'm going to go wide receiver. Oh, and, never mind. And well, I got two picks. Oh, you're right. And I'm going to go the guy that I had as the top wide receiver on the board in the NFL draft who fell into oh. a pretty, pretty good situation. So okay. round, round nine, I'll take Devonta as a depth that's, guy. Yeah, that's not bad. He's my fifth wide receiver. One, two, three, four, fifth wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at him in my other pick. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. And then I, what you had him over uh chase. I did. Yeah, he did. I did. 
I had him over Chase. Um, I've been thinking, I think now after the draft, the more I've been thinking about it, that I might switch him. I, I have no yeah. convictions. But um, No, I mean, Smith is really good. I, oh, I, I yeah. don't think that's a crazy take at all. So yeah. No, it's not crazy, no. Thank you, guys. Thank you for telling, <laughs> for confirming that I'm not crazy. <laughs> but I was still kind of surprised by it because I'm like... It's just not I comp. Just, I just like Chase a lot. Yeah, I think Chase is really, really good. Like, like you saw how good Jefferson was, albeit, yeah, pretty much a perfect situation. But, like, Chase was a better college player. Yeah, and, and uh, Chase and Devonta Smith were very close for me. Like, it was, uh, yeah. like, it was, it was, like, I would change my opinion, like, in the, over the course of, you know, like, washing my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so, boy, I don't, there's no quarterbacks li- left that I like. Um, really? N- not in my top 20. Not in my top ten, but oh. eh, da, 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 da. I there I'm out of guys that I like in a rushing upside capacity. So really? it's it's yeah. I mean like what Tua, no. Justin Fields, Daniel no. Jones, no, Trevor Lawrence, no, Baker. It's way more obvious than you're making it. Ryan Tannehill. Yes. No. He runs for like five touchdowns a year because of all the read options they run at the goal line. I just, I don't, I have Ryan Tannehill 13. I don't, I have him like very slightly higher than that, I think. 12. Well, you guys aren't going to like where I have him. Where do you have him? Eight. That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. It's not bad. You know what, you guys, you you can, Mike, you convinced me. Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) It's still not who I would have picked, but I, I don't mind that pick there. Yeah, Not I if, if I was going to take a quarterback, I'd have taken Stafford there. But I'm also like Matthew Stafford's biggest fan. Well, I was going to say Stafford, Tannehill, Matt Ryan are all kind of like they're in a tier for me. Um, they're the guys that are like, like, remember, I was looking for the new Roethlisberger and, and Philip Rivers kind yeah. of feels like those like especially the Mats could be that that tier. Ryan Tannehill, I wouldn't be surprised if if he ends up widers or quarterback eight mike like you said or if you ends up quarterback 18 because the offense dries up because they're like let's run the whole thing through aj brown and derrick henry and then oops derrick henry gets hurt and now we're you know we're a uh a, a, a much 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 worse team it's just there's a lot of variance for ryan Tannehill this year which is why i'm i had him outside the quarterback one ranks sure. yeah if they if they lose derrick henry ryan Tannehill's is going to be what he was in Miami, a very inefficient, um, bottomless passer. So, or I could put on my uh, Kean Fahey hat and say that he's a um, top ten quarterback in the league, talent wise. I mean, that might be true. This was when he was in Miami, though. Oh yeah, yeah, no though. Yeah, yeah. well, I remember when uh, that was the same year that Fahey put Trubisky as like the seventh best quarterback. <laughs> yeah. And he, oh, yeah. like even i couldn't convince myself of that well let's let's be clear here at least one uh nfl team put mitch trubisky as the number one quarterback in the draft so um we won't say who that was we'll we'll shield uh we'll say it's the sea bears that's let's too be obvious honest, there were plenty that's of teams obvious. that had him as the number be. one quarterback yeah I'm sure. there there were more i'm sure there were more i, I guarantee the giants but that doesn't make the them any quarterback <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough talking about the backup Bills quarterback. So, Mike, 
You went Debo Samuel and Jerry Judy the last two rounds after lamenting that there's no running backs left. So yeah, <laughs> are there even fewer running backs left now? Yeah, well, especially since the guy I was going to go with got picked, uh, Hines. Yeah, I was I was thinking you were going to pick him in the last round, honestly. Yeah. I just can't catch a break here. Uh, so I'm going to go with someone that's like Naheem Hines. Hopefully he's healthy. While Lee, I don't know how he feels about him. He's a bear. Um, so Tariq like Cohen. Him. And that is, yes, correct, Tariq Cohen. I'll tell you, as a Bears fan, I've never understood the Tariq Cohen hype. Like the way he's, he's utilized. For fantasy, he just seems like he's inconsistent. I don't trust him in my fantasy rosters. Yeah, he's, he's I feel like he's lower upside than a lot of the other receiving backs. That's, that's kind of where I feel on him, too, because I, it feels like Nagy doesn't use him right. Or he just gets too, like Nagy gets too cute. And yep. a lot of what Tariq Cohen like he can't he can't get around it when things don't work. Like maybe if the blocking's there, he'll do it. But the blocking has been inconsistent. So I don't know. Plus, he's coming off the ACL. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I don't know. Cohen, Cohen. So I appreciate the Bears love, but I, he wasn't even someone I would have drafted. Ooh, I Ouch. would. I probably. That's well, yeah, that's think. that's a brutal. Like, I love <laughs> the you Bears. You know, I'm sitting here. Cohen I have no five. running backs whatsoever. <laughs> and then you tell me the guy that on your <laughs> never draft. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I I have I have Cohen RB fifty seven. Yeah, I don't like it, Mike. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? This is what I'll do for you, Mike. I will swap Tree Cohen and Christian McCaffrey. How's that sound? <laughs> I, I can go with that. I, I can go with that. He's, get, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it for like three seconds and then move it back. Nah, it's too much work because I have to pull three. I have to pull them both off of both teams and then put it. It's too much work. It's ah. e- it's easier to just screw around with one player. Yeah, yeah. And put like, let's see, who could I put on Mike's team? Uh, Mike loves, I don't know. Let's, I won't do that. Justice so, Hill. Justice Hill. Tyler Higby's off the board after Mike picked. Uh, Corey Davis, Devontae Parker, uh, two guys that um, I guess fifth year breakouts are real. They're fine. They're they're both fine. Yeah, they're both fine. And then so Walker, it's back to you. You took uh, Gus Edwards, Kyle Pitts, and uh, Javante Williams the last three rounds. So where are you looking now? Uh, well, this is one of the three guys I was agonizing over whether I should pick at 9-4. Somehow came back around to me. Um, in my opinion, let's see how far I have him ahead of all the other remaining receivers. So I have this guy at 33. Well, I have one guy available who's at 35, and then the next best would be 42. Uh, I'm talking about Mike's boy, Michael Pittman. No. Oh, so... Yeah, interesting. That's a good pick, I think. Mike, what do you think about the Pittman pick? Mike is muted. Mike is muted. Mike is Mike is hooting and hollering, so he had to mute himself to make sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He can only be one or the other. Yeah. Mike, are you there? He might have went to, like, go to the bathroom or, like, get a drink or something. Oh, he's no. not muted. Um, I'm... Sorry, I had to feed the cats before they... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, Mike, I, thought, I thought the combination of us, like, trashing Tariq Cohen plus taking Michael Pittman out from under you. 
It was too much. We, we it was broke too much. You. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> in in this not real draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. Um, so, Mike, Michael Pittman, what do you think? Uh, you know, I like Michael Pittman and a lot if Paris Campbell is Paris Campbell, like he's been Paris Campbell for the last couple of years and gets hurt. But uh, 33 targets in two years. I don't know if you were in when we were talking about that before the no, the recording. So. Yeah, yeah. Paris, Campbell, yeah he, Pat, Paris Campbell gets hurt all the time. Also, not good. Uh, I wouldn't say he's. Not I don't good. think we've seen enough to know if he's good or not. No, That's he's not. Thing. He's not good. He's he's fast. He's not good. When when he's gotten the ball, he's I, I fast yeah. is a good acumen. But I think he, when he gets the balls in his hand, he does a lot of damage. Um, probably because of his speed, but yeah, nine games, he's played nine games in two seasons, as you mentioned, 33 receptions. It's yeah, he's, he's just, hopefully he can stay healthy, but so far that's not happening. Okay. Now I think that's a fair uh, assessment of Michael Pittman. So after Pittman, it was LaVisca Chenault, then Matt Stafford, and now we'll lead it's on to you. Um, Um, somebody's clinking glasses. Sorry, that was my ring on my coffee cup. Uh-huh, if sure, you listen to I'll, bring talk, my, I'll blame my wife. You will not be surprised by this pick, even if it is a little bit of a reach. But if I don't get him, I'm going to be mad. Mooney. So I'm taking him. Darnell Mooney. Yeah, called think, it. That's a good pick, I think. I think he's... Yeah. I, I'm surprised how high up he is on this board, too. That's why I think he'd be auto-drafted before he came back to me. So. Yeah, I have him as wide receiver 44, so I think that's really solid value. I think I think he's going to be a stud this year because he actually has someone who can throw him to football. Um, yeah, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Andrew Dalton. Andrew Dalton. We we should read our, our, our tweet messages back and forth. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> Mike and I got it. Mike, I'm not saying that he won't start. I'm saying it's absolutely stupid if the if the Bears start him in the first four weeks. Andy Dalton. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I'm not saying I wasn't saying it won't happen. I'm like that is incredibly stupid if they do do it. I I think the only way I could see them wanting to be patient with Fields. It makes sense, especially with that first four, those first four weeks. Don't kill him. But if Fields proves to be far and away heads and sho- head and shoulders better than Andy Dalton, you're playing to win. You have to start him. This is the last year, theoretically, that defense has in it. Although I feel like last year was that year. So, I mean, you're playing to win football games. You're going to play your best player, and it's Justin Fields. That's what Um, I'm thinking. That and and Andy Dalton doesn't – it's not like a Trey Lance-Jimmy Garoppolo situation where Garoppolo is entering his fifth year with the Niners. Yeah. You know, there's it's it's Andy Dalton was has like a month on Justin Fields having uh, having the playbook. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and speaking of potentially the best player on their team, um, I feel like this guy might be a PPR machine. And I'm going with Bateman. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah, I I I. I I, I, I'm not a big Bateman fan, but I can't argue with Bateman in the 11th. Yeah, the logic yeah. is sound there. I, I, yeah. I think I think I think he's a guy. He's got a good. He's got a good floor. He doesn't have a lot of competition for targets. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, I feel like he's he's a good safe pick with upside. I think yeah. he's going to be the number one re- wide receiver on the Ravens. But I what think, is that worth? Right. Like like I well, have him. I have him. Uh, at 55, but like, I, I could definitely see him 
as a wide receiver four. Like, I, it's certainly not a bad pick. Yeah. Mike, what were you going to say? I'm just saying, I mean, you have a point about what that's worth with the Ravens because they run the ball with, like, 70% of their plays. But, A, anytime you get the number one wide receiver, you're going to want to get it. And, B, the 11th round, you know, so with upside. So, I, I don't know. I like it a lot. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the 11th round, I, I can't argue with the pick. I'm not, Like I said, I'm not a big Bateman in – I'm not a big fan of the Ravens passing game as a yeah. whole because I, like, really dove into it. I was like, okay, so if they do pass more, what does that mean? I was like, oh, it means almost nothing. Like, it won't matter. So um, so th- I, I think I'm just uh, not as into them taking a big step forward, but I still like Rashad Bateman in the 11th. It's hard to argue with that. So, all right, so then Gallup off the board, Latavius Murray – um, and then Walker, we are back to you. I will say uh, Michael Gallup in the eleventh round seems late. That's a steal. Yeah, yeah it, I was I was like, thinking about him over there too, honestly. Yeah, like I like Pittman over him, but like I would take Gallup over Lavisca. I would take Gallup over Marquise Brown. So. Um, yeah, I I already have CD Lamb. That's the big thing. Yeah. That. I I mean yeah I I I can see all three of them being relevant, but Gallup is obviously going to be the third on the packing order of their three receivers. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, this is, I, I will say this is almost certainly going to be the last running back I take, unless I take like a dude, like the last round or something. Um, but I got to get, uh, I have to draft one receiving running back in every draft or I will perish. So <laughs> I'm going with JD McKissick. That's a good, I mean, that's That's, a, that's solid value. That's solid value. Plus, especially because I think going in the 11th, it prices in a big retraction in his target volume because he was, I mean, he was money last year. He had like like 110 targets or something like that. Yeah. No, I have, what do I have him? I have him as RB 32 this season, but I, I have him with 85 carries and 75 targets. Yeah. I was going to say he probably retracts to like 70. Yeah, so uh, I have him with. So. I only have him getting like 144.3, and that's in full PPR. So, in you know, in half he would have like 120. But like, I you know, he's just solidly flexible in good matchups. I the like the other two running backs who just went are also guys I think I wouldn't have mind. Like Jamal Williams, if I didn't have Swift, he's a guy I would have taken as a PPR guy because I think I think he'll get his points. He's got he could be a solid flex option. But uh, Henderson, Henderson. I definitely like, yeah, yeah, because I, I think Henderson's gonna get more touches than people think. I don't think I it's agree. gonna, it's not gonna be like seventy-five percent Cam Akers. Yeah, it's it, gonna it, be like consistently gonna, played the hot hand. Yeah, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna average out probably to like sixty-two thirty-eight between them. But there will be weeks where Henderson, uh, goes off, and with that good of an offense, I think. In any matchup against a run defense that isn't good, he's worthy of a flex play, especially if you're starting two flexes like this league would be. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then, like, Jamal Williams, I think he's going to get more touches. This is – I have to to thread the needle here because there are people who are overreacting to the A-B thing that Anthony Lidd said, which doesn't mean anything. But I also think he's going to get more touches than people think, but I don't think it's taking away from DeAndre Swift. I think it's, I mean, just look at who's on that team. Like you're going to, you're going to get the ball to your best players. And that's Jamal Williams is one of them. 
Yeah, I mean, I have Williams as RB37, and I have yeah. him getting 140 touches. There you go. That's That that makes sense. And, and Jamal Williams, that's where he thrives, is in the shorter end of a 1A, 1B situation. That's where he's thrived with Aaron Jones the last couple of years. Yeah, he's just a reliable dude. He doesn't do anything super well or super poorly. He's just, he's a really good number two in every aspect of being a running back. Yeah, and for real life football, he does what you ask him to do. He does yep. what you need him to do, and he he doesn't blow up, and he doesn't you know go for like ten yard losses. So, right. Uh, all right, Mike, you uh, last couple rounds, Jerry Judy, Tariq Cohen. Uh, where are you going here at pick eleven eight? You know, I'm still looking to short my running backs. And oh, are you? Yes. <laughs> Shocking enough, I'm I'm definitely looking to, to. I have a feeling I know who he's going with. Do something with with the mess at running back that I have. Philip uh, Lindsay. Philip Lindsay would be an option. I just don't like it. Um, Coleman. No, he's going to go with, I think he's going to go with his boy. I th- He might. Ooh, Mike, are you going with your boy? Uh, his boy is uh, definitely an upside play. It is. Um, I was, I'm actually debating between two players. One, my boy. And two, uh, James White uh, yeah. catches yeah. a lot of passes out of the backfield and yep. is yeah. dropped so far down this draft that it really it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, uh, he just because he had a bad year last year, but I think he's going to improve and get back to who he really is, and that's why I'm going with the Patriots running back James White. Yeah, and for Solid people if you haven't, if you don't know the history, Mike's boy is uh, Marlon Mack. Marlon yeah. Mack. <laughs> nobody said Marlon Mack. We just kept saying his boy. I, uh, uh, yeah, I have White as RB40, and he was the best running back on the board by a good margin for me. So, yeah, I think that's a great pick. I love that pick because last year he bottomed out, but his didn't his dad die in a car accident? Like, yes. Like two weeks into the season? Yeah, right right early in the season, and he missed, like, he missed two games, I think, and then, like, it took him, like, another month to get back into like playing football yeah and it's one of those things where it's like the middle of covid you're one of your parents dies like he's a person it's fine if he did not give two it's not a patreon episode about james about playing football last year like that's that's probably what happened was he's like i do not care i will show up i will play hard but it's like it's my heart's not in it yeah i mean life affects people yeah these are people these are people. Shocking. Uh, breaking news to everybody. So, all right. So, it is to me. Uh, Jamison Crowder, Philip Lindsay, Matt Ryan went off the board. Um, let's see. I I need to get a tight end, but the tight end I think I'm going to get, I think I can get on the bounce back. I don't think I have to worry about it yet. Um, guys, I'm looking at here. Uh, God, it's mostly tight ends. Um but I don't want these tight ends here. Uh, Jalen Waddle, but do I really want two rookie wide receivers? You know what? See the running backs. I think I might be done with running backs. I have one, two, three, four. No, I'm not done. I only have four of them. So I'm going to take a running back here, and I... I will go... Um, this is probably an overdraft. This is definitely an overdraft, but um, 
Ramondre Stevenson. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I was going to no, say, I can't, hey, no, what? No, 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 I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, there's not a lot left. I think we hit a cliff in terms of running backs. Um, yeah, no, I, I think James White was the last guy. Yeah, because it's Rashad Penny, Alexander Madison, Tevin Coleman, Marlon Mack, Sony Michelle, Gio Bernard, Carlos Hyde. You know what? I'll take the stash play. Um, Alexander Madison. Um, I'm a proponent of taking somebody else's handcuff. Because yeah. if you take if you take your own handcuff, you're playing to not lose. But Alexander Madison is your fifth running back. That's that could turn into gold halfway through. The only the only issue I have with that is that they just took a guy with the same draft capital who's way more athletic than Madison. Now I don't think that Kenny Wangwu is good at football in any no, way not. whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like there's a chance that they try to get him touches and then he cuts into Madison's like little cut and then if Cook gets hurt that they try to do like a fifty fifty thing. Well, if so, I don't. I'm not taking Alexander Madison with the idea that I start him at all. If I'm being really honest with you, I'm drafting Alexander Madison here, holding on to him, and then if Dalvin Cook gets hurt, I trade him to a panic Dalvin Cook manager. Yeah. So, I mean, Kenne, yeah, he's. I mean, he had a nine eight nine RAS, but he just kind of just like runs straight until yeah, somebody stops him. Oh yeah, he's not good. Yeah. So what is he I, another Kalen Balage? He's. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, he. I thought I thought he was a worse prospect. To be fair. Yeah, yeah. I think he's just like, I think he's an all-around piece. I think he's more. If I'm being honest, I think he's more a guy that they got as a change of pace guy um, to the Cook Madison kind of like thinking of them as one role. And then I think Ken A, no matter who the RB one is, his role doesn't change too much because they want they wanted him to replace Mike Boone. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say. I think Kenny, he reminds me a lot of a, a former Lions legend, Dwayne Washington, who's with the Saints now. Uh, big, super athletic, no idea, like, what's in front of him at all. Yeah, just kind of, I'm just going to go, and as soon as, and you know what, when somebody stops me, that's that's when I stop. Yep. <laughs> like, it's, it's not a lot of, like, uh, vision. No nuance. Yeah, no vision, no nuance, no, like, setting. He hasn't set anything up in his entire life, I don't think. Correct. Yeah. So, um, so let's this see. This guy's a bad comedian. Folks. Um, all right, so I will. You, you could make fantasy Twitter super happy right now. I could make, how would I make fantasy Twitter super happy? Would I take. You know. Uh, who would. I'm not taking Cole Komet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking Cole Komet. Um, you Why know, do you I'll hate make, me, Jeff? I'll make I'll make me happy. I'll go with my Cole Komet. Adam Troutman. Oh, Ferkser. Okay. Tony Ferkser. Wow. And then tight end run Ingram, Rob Gronkowski, and then Antonio Brown. Um. And wow. Nice. Looks like you're gonna win out on this. You're gonna yeah. get your boy. Yeah. I was good. so real quick. Uh, Anthony Ferkser. I just think um he is. He's going to be the middle, middle upper end of the blob, and it's it's round 12, and I don't have a tight end. So it's like... He's a solid... He's got a pretty high floor compared yeah. to most of the blob guys. Yeah. And I, I, I'm probably going to take two blob guys, if I'm being honest here. I'll take a floor guy, and then I'll take a, an upside guy, and then we'll go from there. We'll see how that goes. So, um, so Mike, are you going to take your boy? Yeah. Actually, this is what I was hoping for. Um, 
was for him to follow me. Finally, I don't get sniped out of the guy I, I wanted. I, Jonathan Taylor goes down. Uh, we know how good Marlon Mack is. He's going to be fine from that Achilles um, tear that he had in week one. So he'll be a year, you know, advance from, from that injury. So if Taylor goes down, it's going to be all bell cow for Marlon Mack. So why not? Yeah. And to be honest with you, Mike, I almost went Madison Mack just for the sake of the bit, but <laughs> I decided <laughs> <laughs> to draft like I normally would. So, um, I mean, no, I love that pick. People forget that like Marlon Mack, Mack held off Jonathan Taylor to start, whether he earned it or not, or whether it was the coaches liked him, whatever it is. He was the starting running back to start in Indy last I mean, year. Jonathan Taylor struggled early on. Like, yeah. if Mack doesn't get hurt, I don't think we see Taylor. Yeah. Not for a while. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. He, In fact, they went with Naheem Hines during that game before they even went with Jonathan Taylor. So yeah. he was... No. He, there, there was a lot of film where he was just there was a hole and he was not taking it. And it, it, I'll be honest, it has me a little gun shy on Taylor this year. Although he did get better as the season went on, but I, I have I have some questions about his vision. And it, I I think it it's a, that's not a, a bad point. I don't know if it was his dis, uh, vision or decision making. Yeah, uh, but he definitely got better at making whether and it's vision did. or decision. And he did, which is why, like, I don't mind his draft value, but he's a guy that I'm not as high on as everyone else this year for that reason. Like, I don't think, I don't know. It feels like people think he is a lot more of a sure thing than he actually is. Like, there's some risk involved with Jonathan Taylor in my mind. No, there there definitely is. I have him running back nine, I think. That's about where I would put him. There's, I see the risk in Jonathan Taylor the same way where um, we saw risk with Damian Harris, that he's going to split carries with Marlon Mack and that he's going to uh, split uh, targets with Naheem Hines. Now he's a much better back than Damian Harris. I'm not trying to equate them, um, but it's situational talent wise, but situationally. Yeah, that could be a, that could be a problem for Jonathan Taylor. It it is a crowded. You have to be aware of when you're taking guys. Yeah, It is a crowded backfield for sure. Yeah, and now that gave me an idea for an article series that I think I might write. So, yeah, it's called "Your First Round Pick Is a Bust." I'm gonna come up. With, <laughs> I like. I'm gonna I come, love, I I'm love come up with title. a better name for it. That, but, no, that's that is a that good is title, a great title. No, that's what you should yeah, go no, with. That is the football better. absurdity brand. Yeah, and sure. it's, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's live on air. Me figuring out what I have to write. So. Um, all right, Walker, we are on to you. You took Gus Edwards, Michael Pittman, and JD McKissick in the last three rounds. It's pick 12 or round 12, pick nine. So where are you going here? Um, I'm going with what I think is the best receiver on the board. Uh, he's, he was super good last season and I don't really see his role changing much. The offense around him didn't change much. Um, you know, I don't expect him to be like a top 20 guy like he was last year or else I'd have taken him earlier, but Late 12th round in a 12-team league seems like ridiculous value for Cole Beasley. Ooh, okay. I like that. I didn't even really, I didn't, I'll be honest, I forgot he existed, and I don't know why, because you're right. That is good value. This is why we do mock drafts. I like Gabe Davis as much as the next guy. Like, I I think he's, probably more, I mean, I think he's a really good player, but Davis has his role. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is old and pretty washed. 
I just I don't see Beasley's role changing that much. They're still going to throw the ball a ton. He's going to work out of the slot primarily. He's still going to beat most slot corners with his route running acumen and his athleticism. I you know is he going to be like wide receiver nineteen or whatever again? No, of course not. But I I have him at thirty five, and that's with a significant like lowering in production. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Like Walker said, the end of round 12, and there's not a lot of guys who had 100 targets in consecutive years that you're getting at the end of round 12. Even if he contracts this year, he had 106 two years ago, 107 last year. It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. take a yeah. shot on that. It's what yeah. it is. Yeah, so uh, then it's Jalen Rager. Um, I almost said Amari Hooper, which isn't a thing. Uh, <laughs> but it should be. It should be, and my, I think my dog. I don't know if my dog has showed up on the mic, but um, so we'll lead it to you. Yeah, that's she's protesting because it's six twelve, and she's supposed to get dinner at six, so she's giving me the stink eye. Um, so twelve twelve to you, lead and then thirteen one. I want to point out Jalen Rager was a guy who was on my radar here. Uh, on your radar? Yeah, I was about to say. That. <laughs> what did I say? No, on, I said on, on your radar. Oh, in my radar. <laughs> you know who's on my radar? The reason Rhaegar was on my Rhaegar was because uh, first round draft pick, second year receiver, opportunity is going to be there. Like the team's invested in him. There's some upside. Um, <laughs> Trey Regis is not the guy I'm taking okay, there. Fine. But do you have the team rights? Uh, the other first round wide receiver oh, uh, going Ruggs. into his second year, Henry oh. Ruggs. Hank Ruggs. Yeah, that's yeah, not bad. That's a great yeah. pick, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of upside there. Like, he's got the big playability. The question is going to be, is he going to stay healthy? And who knows what Oakland is doing? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> they're terrible. I don't, I don't think Oakland even knows what they're doing at this they point. They really don't. Uh, my next pick, I know. I remember Jeff was saying he wasn't sure if he wanted two rookie wide receivers. Uh. I do not have that problem. Uh, Terrence Marshall on Carolina. Wow, that's not who I, I thought like. you were taking. What? That's not who I thought you would. Oh, the guy I thought you would be taking is already off the board. Then never mind. I thought you would take Waddle there, but I didn't see he went in the middle of round. Oh Waddle. yeah, no. I, uh, if I would have taken Waddle if he hadn't been, like I yeah. would have 100 percent taken Waddle in your spot. He was he was on the top of my queue. Yeah, Terrence Marshall is not a bad pick there. I think it's uh, Marshall's interesting. Yeah, it could what go, I like. Could go very fills poorly. a role in that offense that uh, the other receivers don't. That's what I really like about him. Like he's a big guy. He's a he's a boundary guy. Okay, I was wondering what you meant by that. So okay, and then team two takes the worst pick of the draft, which is Devin Coleman being on a roster. Team three uh, makes fantasy Twitter's day. Cole Komet, thirteen three. So Walker, we are back to you. Yeah. Um, so team three is all about fantasy Twitter. Yeah. Team, team three. Uh, LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca, yeah. Um, Damian Harris. Joe Mixon. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. the this is, this is is the fantasy Twitter hype team. Can I rename this? No, I can't. Okay. I, okay. Think, I think I'm going to go with the guy who has he's, – he's not that good at football, but because of the offense he plays in and the athleticism he has could – have like weak winning potential. I'm gonna take Nicole Hardman. Okay. He, he's he'll get you four good games. 
Right. And and it, at my third to last pick, that's really all I'm looking for is somebody who's occasionally playable. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, if if I mean Tyreek Hill lost missed some time last year, we it could be a situation where if he gets hurt again, it could be a reorganization of the offense that could yeah. center Nicole Hardman. Yeah. I mean, I like Hardman's role will increase slightly over last year, um, but not a ton. But I he'll have games where. You know, anytime they face a really bad defense, he's a good bet to have, like, three for 79 and two touchdowns or something. Yeah, that that's that's not a bad call. So, um, so all right, after Hardman, then it's uh, uh, Nelson Aguilar, Mike's other boy, T.Y. Hilton, which how the mighty have fallen, Darius Slayton, and then Mike, where are you going here after taking Cohen, White, and Marlon Mack in the last three rounds? I'm going to go wide receiver. Um, I'm going to inject some youth into into my roster here. Um, I've gotten inside word that this guy is is really performing um, at a high level, and I like to hear that. So uh, especially when you have a vision for a guy that you think is going to be good, someone who was disrespected in the draft because he fell way too low, uh, and that is Amon Ra St. Brown. There it is. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably who I was going to go at this round because um, I have plans for my next three picks and they were going to be wide receiver and then question mark, question mark. So I'm going to do the opposite like plan. That sounds like a good plan. Jeff. Well, I'm not I'm not going to tell you guys what the other two picks are because they are bits. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to do the opposite of Mike. Uh, take an old guy. I'm going to take an old guy. No, I'm not. I was going to say I'm going to take Kadarius Tony, a guy who got, everybody hates because he got drafted too high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't like him because I don't think he's very good. He's fine. He's he's like. I agree. He's fine. I I kind of liked him, but even then, I like. I think I was the highest on the three of of us. Yeah, and like like I was when like, okay, like like in the direct like when so. Obviously, I love Kent, but like when he came on, he was like, "I love Darius Tony, and I don't like Rashad Bateman." I was like, "Uh, what? What are you <laughs> talking about, dude?" You're like, "Excuse me." Rashad Bateman's better than Tony at everything except running fast. Yeah, yeah, I think that's where it is. Is is how the Giants are going to use Tony? If they're going to use um, Kadarius Tony's in 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 quick slants, drives, bubble screens, those kind of things, then I think he'll be just fine. If they're going to use him, you know, as someone that's just running fades or any other kind of verts, then it's going to be not not so good. Yeah, I just uh, Tony. I like Tony as a player, but I don't like how Tony as a player gets used in the NFL. That's, I guess, what it comes down to. So um, let's see. I'm trying to decide what I'm doing here. Um, let's see. How about how about a guy that averages. 60 yards per game over the last three seasons on a new team that loves to throw deep and just lost Nelson Aguilar. John, John Brown. Brown. Yeah. John Brown. Yeah, John Not... Brown around 13. John I'll... Brown's always a solid late round pick. Yep. And then I'm going to take a guy who fantasy Twitter deemed untradeable. The Trout oh. Man. Trout Man. Trout I man. like that for a second tight end. That's yeah. a guy with some real upside. Troutman's a good football player. He's also from yeah. Elk Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> got, got a shout out. How, how many people in Elk Rapids? Let's see. Oh, boy. Uh, 1,200, maybe? Let's see. Population is 1,494. Damn. So, 
A little under. Yeah, little that's under. about two. Uh, it's about two hours west of where I live. So there you go. Now shout out the little towns. Like that's uh, right. I'll, I'll shout out uh, Galt. Northern Galt, Mich- California, everybody. Yeah, Northern Michigan. Uh, whenever a football player is from Northern Michigan, everybody's like, "Holy crap!" Like that. Like when Jeff Janis is from Tawas, he was like, "That's like 30 miles from me." So everybody around here was like, "Oh my God, he's in the NFL." That's Tawas. Tawas City. Yeah. See, I don't. It, it's it. It's always so wild to me that this this country is just full of just like these tiny towns that. Most of the country has never heard of. Almost all of our tiny towns are uh, named like native things because all of the French people just stole them from native people. Yeah, it's really mean, cool. Is, isn't Michigan a native name? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, we are uh, one of our universi- our major universities' uh, nickname is the Chippewas. Like, oh boy. <laughs> to be fair, they do have clearance from the tribe to keep it. But okay. Isn't that, that Central Michigan? Yeah. Chippewas, yeah. Yeah. If they, if they have permission from the Chippewas, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, they they do. They they uh a while ago they got permission from them, but yeah, it's on its on its face not the greatest thing, but yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of res high schools up in the UP. Okay. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you could come to California where everything is either Spanish or named after a white guy who was here in the 1870s. Pretty much. Yeah. Facts right there. <laughs> yeah. I, there are a lot of stuff. I mean, the, I live in Harrisville. That's just named after a guy named Harris. Uh, well, you know all the, the coastal cities uh, in, in California, like San Diego, Santa Barbara. Yeah. So this is – I used to work at a, a, a historic site in Santa Barbara. And um, we learned about, like, how the cities were all named. So a guy just like literally went up the coast. The king of Spain was like, all right, you gotta go name a bunch of stuff on the coast. So he left from Mexico and then he was like, all right, whose feast day is it? Like uh, St. Diego's. He's like, all right, San Diego, back on the boat. And then he was like, all right, wh- whose feast day is it? They're like, uh, St. Bar- Barbara. He's like, all right, this is Santa Barbara, back on the boat. Like, he was, that honestly slaps. <laughs> he was just like, uh, this is just like the easiest like vacation. Like he didn't even have to think of anything. So that's um, actually cool. I I like that guy. <laughs> Except for the whole like uh, conquering thing. That's not cool. Well, he didn't do any conquering. He just named it. He just Uh-oh. went. He just went went up the coast on the boat and was like, this is what this is called. This is what this is called. And then he went back to Mexico. Cool. So he put a forward least effort and got maximum payment and credit. So that's that's what you're looking for out of a job. Heck yeah. Yeah. So all right, Mike. So after Adam Trotman, it was Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins. So where are you going here with your second to last pick? Well, you know, yeah, I, I don't want to stop a train here, so I'm going to go quarterback, and it. I want to inject even more youth into my roster here, so I'm going to go with the best quarterback that I think it, as a rookie is going to perform. And that's simple. The the wonder, the 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 guy, and that's Justin. Mac Jones. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make yeah. it. It's gonna be Mac Jones, Mike. Mac Jones. I will. I, I was gonna. Take there we that. go. Now Mike Turk. I was 100 percent gonna take him, but since you said admitted that he's gonna be the best rookie quarterback, I'm I'm 100 percent okay with that. I just want the Bears' greatness to be acknowledged. It is acknowledged for sure. Um, Ian Book. I mean, no, Justin Fields. Yeah. <laughs> Ian Book. All right, Sony Michelle off the board, Paris Campbell off the board, Christian Kirk off the board. Three wasted picks. Walker, we're back to you. Yeah, um, I'm 
figuring it out. Uh, we're we're all just figuring it out, Walker. Yeah, man, it's it's interesting here. Um, you gotta hurry up, man. I uh, Giant, Giants Dodgers uh, kick uh, first pitches in twenty minutes. Oh, the Warriors game's on too. Um, yeah, man, I'll I'm trying here. These these receiver options are bad. They're real bad, buddy. They're not bad. They're just there's a lot of there's, there's a lot good. of questions. Yeah, they're, they're just not good. <laughs> yeah, they're not good. Um, I don't know. I can think of at least one. I mean, Kirk Kirk is the guy that I was probably gonna take. So I'd thanks, go Rondell Moore over. Kirk. Thanks CPU. I I don't know. I like Rondell Moore, but I don't know how they're gonna use him. I think uh, he might get Bears, squeezed. Bears legend Elshon Jeffrey is still on the board. Good God. Yeah. Is he on a team? Why would he? He's on the him? Eagles still. No, Why he's not. They him? cut him. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, Why they cut him. show him on the Eagles? Oh, I don't know. They did release him. Yeah. You got to update your teams. He's on. Oh, he's, uh, a post, he's a post-June 1st salary cap. Oh, oh so he's still tech. Okay. Um, he's going to be on the Buccaneers. Why isn't my why not right? No. Everybody else goes there. Oh, come well, back if, home. If they had, we, if could they use, had we could use another receiver. Yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be the dumbest thing. If you went to to Tampa, then they'd have to like cut Tyler Johnson. Oh no. Well, he's fine and only been in the league for one year. Do we really want him cutting into Scotty Miller's time though? <laughs> Jalen Darden's already going to do that. Oh yeah, I forgot they took Darden. Never mind. Never mind on the Alshon Jeffrey to Tampa. I completely forgot about Darden. Um, fight Club. Did you say Fight Club? Yeah. That's Durden. Oh, is it Durden? Okay. Yeah. Dang it. Well, actually, I like the idea of the Tampa Bay uh, wide receiver room being a Fight Club for, like, third and wide receiver three and four. So, um, yeah, I actually have to fight it out. So, Walker, we're vamping. Do you have a pick? I... <sighs> There's some decent wide receivers left. I I think I'm going to just I'm going to take a guy who's not good at football, but he's going to have a prominent role for a decent offense. Josh Reynolds. Preston. Williams. I I thought you were going to say MVS. No, I hate MVS. I think Amari Rogers has good games. The problem is he's on your bench for those good games because you don't know when they're happening. Yeah, you have no idea. Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling might be the most frustrating player in fantasy football because it seems like every time he has a good game, it's against you, and your opponent has them in- has him in their flags. Yeah. But you can't own him because he has three good games a year, and you never know when they're coming. Yeah, It's it's like back in the day, I would never draft Deshaun Jackson, but it's like, what if Deshaun Jackson was really bad at football? Yeah. I'm kind of sad because I like to take a upside quarterback with my second pick, and I was hoping one of Lawrence or Fields would fall to me. So they both didn't. So now I'm looking and I'm like, do I want to do a quarterback here? And I think the only guy I'm looking at that I'd considered taking in the spots. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Tua is what I was going to guess. Taysom Hill. Right team, wrong quarterback. Jameis! Oh, okay. I think he's an upside guy. Yeah, Jameis, I mean, he's... He's got his problems as a real quarterback, but for fantasy, like wheels up. Like if 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 he's the quarterback in uh, New Orleans, then I got no problem with that. All right, who's your second pick, Waleed? Um, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I got Is it Taysom Hill? No, um, I'm just taking the little running back flyer here. With okay. I was looking at Giovanni Bernard just because I was like, could he fill that James White role in uh, Tampa? But then I looked at LaShawn McCoy's numbers, and I'm like, eh, if McCoy couldn't do it, why would yeah. Giovanni Bernard? Shady McCoy hasn't been good for a while now. That's the other thing, too. And, like, but Bernard's kind of – he's he's getting old. So – and he was hurt a lot last year. I think I wrote about Shady McCoy falling off the cliff three years ago now. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> did. So, uh, yeah. Well, he I, yeah. Like, I could have gone Bernard there. I'm happier with game – well, because push comes to shove. I'd rather take the young guy who might have more upside because – Truth be told, I'm going to churn the bottom of my roster anyway. Yeah, that's true. These are all churn guys. So, Perriman, Gio Bernard off the board after uh, Willie took Kenneth Gainwell, rookie running back with the Eagles. So, Walker, it's your last pick. Yeah, I'm trying to decide which uh, one of somebody else's handcuff makes more sense to take. And I think I got to go with I got to go with my boy. Chuba. So Chuba Hubbard, Carolina Panthers, rookie running back. Then Daniel Jones off the board. Ben Roethlisberger. Then which D Washington is this? DeAndre Washington. DeAndre, DeAndre Washington. Washington. I uh, I almost, uh, I will say, two guys, I almost picked Devontae Booker, and I almost picked Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan I, like Fitzpatrick. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick this year. I have him as QB13, but the only reason why I didn't take him is because I would never play him. Yeah, you've got, That's, uh, you know, I've got Tyler. You don't know that. Like, you but, but might the still thing, end up playing him. But the thing is that I, he his uh, ADP in this is non-existent. So in this scenario, I would you be able to just pick him up. Wire. Yep, yeah, exactly. Whereas Hubbard, whereas Hubbard, I thought with his ADP being like 220, I was like he might get snatched by somebody in the 15th round. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, last pick. Are you going with the the guy who's going to start at tight end for the Colts this year? Oh, I should. Kylan yeah, Granson. That's going to be Zach Ertz, baby. Mo Mo Ali Cox. Mo Ali Cox. No, I think it's going to be Zach Ertz. I hope so. I really hope they bring in Zach Ertz. I don't know what what they're waiting for. If they're waiting for June. I think they're waiting uh, for June first. They're waiting for June. Uh, but yeah, I think Zach Ertz is a guy too. Like he's got no value right now. Once he's on another team, he's going to shoot up boards, and he should be. Like I feel like people are sleeping on him a little bit. Yeah, he's. A, I he's mean, he's like, old. He's old now, and he has no really no athleticism left. But like he can still run routes and catch the ball. I mean, he's. Yeah. And that's all you need from a tight end. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like he he's like better Austin Hooper at this point. Yeah, and so many of his problems last year were Carson Wentz like the uh, was running for his life on every single play. You could have just said Carson Wentz and like yeah. added a sentence there. No, Carson Wentz is good now. Mike, I just winked at you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> no, I would I would have Ertz. I mean, probably if you were to go to the Colts, I would probably have him like right around like fringe tight end one. Yeah, and he's. Yeah, I mean, we're discussing I, him in the last round. In so. in, in points, uh, he's. Yeah, he would probably come in right up right between Fant and Janu at twelve and thirteen. So. All right, Mike, last pick. Last pick, and I'm going rookie again. Three three in a row. Wow, um, this guy loves rookies. I do love rookies, especially at the end of the draft. And 
I think this this wide receiver, we talked about him a little bit earlier. I think he's going to be very impressive. I'm excited to see what he does on the field, especially in this air raid offense. And that is Rondale. Really? Uh, I thought it was going to be Tooney. Dale. Ooh, Tooney is, or Tony is not, or Kadarius Tony is not getting drafted because Mike went Rondell. Then the computer went Carlos Hyde, Keyshawn Vaughn, Emmanuel Sanders. And I am going to draft 2022's quarterback one right now. Trey Lance. Oh, I'm in tight ends. That's why I couldn't find him. Trey Lance, baby. Like I said, pick 15 was a bit. So Trey Lance, my quarterback too. Went homer there. Had to take a 49er. Um, I got the Niners logo, so I had to. So um, real quick, um, don't read off your roster, but like, how do you, how, lead? How do you feel about your team? Like, I haven't done mock draft yet, so. This is my first mock draft, and I'll be honest, if I had this team. I'd be pretty ecstatic. I got like, I mean, my three running backs, solid, stable core. I got C.D. Lamb and Claypool for uh, upside. Hawkinson and Rodgers are just plug-and-play guys at their position, so I don't need a second one there. Uh, I got a couple of upside running backs on the bench, and I have a lot of, uh, I got some wife material. at I was going to say, yeah, you got your wife, too. I got Darnell Mooney, who, uh, no secret, I love him this year. I think no matter where he goes, he's going to be underdrafted. Like, well, it, you got your you got your wife, but you also yeah. got your your side piece. Well, I oh, think yeah. Waleed's pit round nine through thirteen. He took just took a bunch of wide receivers, so he's going to play the bachelor with those guys and then see. Yep. Who he get, yeah. who gets the rose? And it's going to be Marvin Jones. Oh, it is. I mean, it's it's going to be Marvin Jones, but. But I like what I, you could see, and you can kind of see how I look at it. A lot of I like first and second year wide receivers in the yeah. later rounds, guys who have that chance to take that big step. Because you get a guy who's in his fourth or fifth year, the odds of him having a breakout year, not as great. Tiny, tiny, yeah. You've got, yeah. I mean, like Devonte Parker's like the only one in recent memory who did that. Yeah. So and uh, even that, he did it for like a year. Uh, right. Sorry, Walker. How how do you feel about yours? I love my team. Um, I. It's the, I guess the only thing you could say is that it's a lot of rookies, but I feel like my bench is like really, really solid, like a ton of safe guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got so many flex options that I can just play matchups. Um, my my quarterback is set, my running backs are set, my top three receivers are outstanding. Um, I have infinite amount of flex plays. The only issue is. If if Pitts isn't good, then tight end is a hole for me. But if it is, it is. I'll just pick somebody up. Um, I think after we all go over our team, we should pick which person, not ourselves, we think did the best. Okay. And then so, that person is the winner of the mock draft. They win the mock draft. All right. Uh, Mike, you ended up accidentally going 0RB. How do you feel about your squad? I, I don't know if I went accidentally zero. That was pretty much intentional. But I think this squad is definitely best suited for best ball league and not mm. really. Um, I just got sniped way too much. So this I would, would be say, a good best ball team, to be fair. Yeah, yeah I, I agree I, with I, that. I think best ball would be pretty apt. But because it's not a best ball, I, I'm going to be in trouble. I'm going to be hitting the waiver wire quite a bit here. But leagues are one in the waiver wire, so. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you are. I I like your receivers a lot. I mean, I I would have 
I would have Judy probably over Samuel, but Samuel's a fine flex, and I think St. Brown will be valuable by mid-season. Moore's a good upside play. Your tight ends are absolutely stacked, obviously. Great quarterback. Um, yeah, it's that. And honestly, Mostert will be productive when he plays. It's just it's that RB2 spot that really sticks out. Yeah, um, I might actually have James White as my RB2. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but that's not uh, a bad RB two to have, honestly. Like not if he horrible. Like I mean, two years ago, I will say of the of zero running back teams I've seen, this is one of the best ones. But that's because you know how to draft, oh, and most zero you. running back guys don't. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna say I don't like my team. I don't what? like what I put together here. Uh, I let me let me look. So I got Aaron Jones, uh, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Miles Gaskin, T. Higgins, Mike Davis, Brandon Cooks, James Conner. The running backs, it is very likely that by week six, I have one running back. Yeah. Because I, I'm going to. There were guys I would have taken over Gaskin at 4 1. I yeah. love Jones. I. I think Mike Davis is a perfectly fine pick when you took him. I, I just don't you're... like having Gaskin and Davis on the same team because yeah, those yeah. they both have the same uh, James Robinson fear of somebody's going to come in and just make it it's the just, whole mess. Yeah, the, on, the only issue with Atlanta is who would ever do that because yeah. the rest of their backfield is so bad. Yeah. Um, uh, they could bring back Devonta Freeman. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I. I don't care for your bench much. I yeah, mean, that's my prop. That's what I don't like. Matt, Madison's useless. John Brown's not really playable unless he like has a career renaissance. Um, you're, I don't think you're going to really ever play Devontae considering your other receivers. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, like I said, I do I don't like, like your, I don't, I don't I do like, like your receivers team, so. for the most part. I mean, I, I thought Higgins was a reach, but Julio's an elite player. AJ Brown's amazing. And cooks was a hell of a value. Yeah. I so, I think I like your team better than you like your team, but I, yeah, I, I don't love it. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think I won the draft. So, um, so let's, um, let's see, uh, let's vote for somebody, not yourself. This was Walker's plan of who you think had the best draft. So we'll lead. Who do you, who do you think had the best draft? I mean, I got to go with Walker. I, I like that those first three picks, Kamara, Harris. I, I have to go with Walker because he kept taking the guys I wasn't going to take. Like, <laughs> every, almost every single swing guy. That's so fair. alternate universe, your team is what you're voting. I mean, yeah. Like Cooper was going to be my next pick. Chase was going to be my next pick. Pitts was going to be my next pick. Uh, yeah, Pittman was going to be my next pick Pick there too. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so Mike, what do you think? I I think it's almost a tie between Waleed and and um, Walker. I, I I like both teams a lot. Uh, I if think I was able to vote for myself. I would say the same thing. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I, if I have to pick one, I'd probably pick Walker by a nose, just because he's he's looks like he has a little bit more flexibility in his lineup. But yeah, it's it's a toss up. I agree with that too. I definitely like in my later rounds. You can see I'm going for upside a lot. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, I assume I'm going next because you always put yourself last, Jeff. That's right. Walker yeah. figured out the pattern. Yeah. Um. 
I I like what Waleed did. I really do. I I thought that his strategy was really sound and he stuck with it, which impressed me. Um, I would never have thought to go running back, running back, running back with the one one, but when you look at his roster, I think it worked out great. I mean, getting Lamb as his wide receiver one is legit. Claypool's got the upside. Marvin's really safe. A lot of solid options on the bench that could blow up. Um, you know, I know I, I ended up sniping quite a few of your guys, but I think you made out really well here. Like, you would be a legit competition for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to point out something because you addressed it. When you have that first overall pick, I love going first three picks running back because the fact is receivers, you can get receivers. It's a lot harder to get running backs. But oh, I agree. In that uh, that 24-25, that's where you can still get, like, top-tier guys who are going to get 20 touches, who are going to, like, be able to give you a high floor with the high ceiling. So I think it really can insulate the rest of your draft. Yeah, I've always – I'm picking fourth in my home league, which is the one that matters the most to me. And I have A.J. Brown as my keeper, so I plan on going running back, running back to start the draft unless one of the elite tight ends just falls in my lap in the second round. Yeah. Yeah, and going when you go running back, running back, running back, there's also a psychology of it where your teammate, your league mates are like, oh, come on. So then they, they start scrambling to get running backs, which pushes down receivers. Uh, yeah. receivers. So I, I the team, I think, is the best. Um, even though we were absolutely roasting him for taking two lions in the top five picks, I do think those are the two lions. Those are the two lions. Yeah, I, I stand by them too. Like I, I, I was making the same joke, but at the end of the day, I feel like we're gonna all be like, those were those were guys you took and you should have taken there. Like those were the right choice. No, yeah, and I mean, and I mean, here's the thing. Like with what Waleed's saying, like there's so you know he takes Edwards Alaire and then. Uh, the running backs that go off the board after, you know, I was going to take Najee anyway, but then like the CPU takes JK Dobbins, Miles Sanders, uh, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. Like these are guys I would never even consider taking before CD lamb, which he got at four twelve. And yeah. the reason that that happens, that he's able to get a guy, an elite receiver like that, that late is because he's created scarcity for the other teams. Yeah. And like, to be fair, I would have been just as happy with Galladay cup. Um, Feeling Woods, like there were receivers that were really good that were going to fall to me regardless. There, mm-hmm. uh, um, of the guys, like I was really hoping on that swing to be able to get C.D. Lamb and Cooper Cup because that would have been a coup for me. Oh yeah, that would have yeah that that's that's two like uh, low end wide receiver one slash high end wide that, receiver. That would have pushed it down too because I still hopefully would have gotten Claypool, but I would have been able to get Pitts instead of Rogers. And if Rogers didn't fall, like there are quarterbacks. Like quarterback is like the most disposable. That, well, yeah, that, that, then cup, you can the get the one is the one that really bothered me. <laughs> yeah, then instead of Sermon, you can take just like Stafford or something or Jalen yep. Hurts. Yeah. So all right, let's. Uh, so uh, Willie wins the. Uh, the contest my dog is currently standing on me because she is 45 minutes late for dinner um so i say we call it so uh, yeah we will be back next week uh with another episode of the football absurdity podcast that will be in the patreon feed um but until then for mike for full lead for walker this is jeff thanks for listening take care and you have a good one yes take care guys